Welcome to another installment of the Nameless Podcast. I'm a goofball, and I screwed up a little bit on the recording. I used two separate applications, and um, one of them I forgot to hit record. And uh, so the first 15 minutes or so um, are lost. Uh, spoiler alert, we just talked about cell phones. <laughs> Um, but to give a brief introduction, uh, but to give a brief introduction, uh, Lane McKinney joins me in this episode. Uh, Lane and I went to high school together. Um, we've reconnected recently via Facebook. Um, Lane is currently an entrepreneur and content creator on YouTube. Um, he kind of goes over some of the things that he's encountered, um, in his time with his YouTube channel, which is called Makers Lane. Uh, make sure to look that up on YouTube. Again, Makers Lane. Uh, lots of really cool content. He does a lot of cool DIY projects. Um, and it's just more than just, um, you know, run-of-the-mill projects. He's doing a lot of very, um, very interesting things. Um, I would highly, highly recommend you go take a look at it. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, they have like an like I think it's razor. It's called a razor or something. Like oh razor. yes, the rate. Yes, yes. They the oh, oh I don't remember. Is it Motorola razor or the, like? It probably is because they've yeah. literally had the razor like four times now. Like, yeah, they keep reviving. They've revived that name. Yeah, it's hilarious too because they keep doing the same. Like it looks the same as it did originally, but they keep like revive. Oh, it's it's yeah, yeah. It's. it's- yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely not yeah, I I don't know. Like Microsoft's problem is like I don't know. Even their even their software was a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Uh like if we had to do data transfers for anybody with a Microsoft phone it was like pulling teeth. Yeah. Rough. It works well on its phone, but like Right. Anything It's exterior... basically like the iPhone communicating with a PC. It's like <sighs> an Android phone I just drag and drop this stuff. On this one I have to like Come on, come on, you got it. Come on. Yeah, and it's 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 so like the the other problem too is they have limited app support as well. So like if you want a yeah. Snapchat, they don't have it on on Microsoft. Like wow, developers that's... now are pretty much just like iOS and Android. That's it, because it was such a pain to try to get it ready for Microsoft. It's like, well, but they're yeah. bound to have another software. You know, at least make a I push. It. I mean. The, I, I... They're going to make a push. You're right. They'll, They'll make, make a push, a push right? but it, it's those like Android and iOS are so established. It's like, yeah. Eh, yeah, it's like, it's like Linux coming into the game, you know, like, it's just like, <laughs> come on, just, just stay over there. You, it's you always going to be, thing, just... <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's like, Hey, what about me? I'm here. Yeah. 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 I love the, uh, I love the, the tool shop setting, uh, the, yeah. like just recording in the shop. Yeah, it's 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 the best place to record, you know. Which is also your YouTube channel. That's like pretty much your your stuff, the DIY stuff. Yeah. How yeah. did you uh so when did that all start? Like what got you into that? Uh so uh let's go back. Uh I was doing I was being a test engineer at Honda, you know, going through the rigmarole there and like it was slowing down. It was just kind of like it, there's a bunch of ebb and flows there, you know, like it's in between projects. So I had a lot of downtime and like I, I would watch like these DIY things and I'd be like, Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. 
and then like it was just like slowly i kind of like was like this is when i lived in the city i like kind of like took some stuff out and was like you know i'm gonna buy a saw i'm gonna buy some other stuff and i'm gonna make some stuff and like it just kind of slowly evolved from there and then like i got to the point where i was like a lot of these guys like i could do this and i i feel like i i could do it better you know like not that i actually can but you know obviously that that ego kicks in like i could do that better um, and then like I bought a 3d printer, I bought like a CNC, I bought a table saw, I bought, you know, and I just kept like growing. And then it got to the point where it was like, I'm going to actually do this. And like, I'm going to sit down and like, it was like basically this time last year, I actually have like a memoir. I don't know what you would call it. I basically talked to myself on, 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 on camera. It was like, look, I've been talking about this for like six months now. This, this was like beginning of, I guess, 2019. Like I, I was telling myself, Oh, I want to do this. And then I was finally like in October, I was like, all right, I'm going to tell myself in a year from now, I'm going to quit my job. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to do this. It's going to support me. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start making videos, you know, and right. that's basically how it happened. And it's funny because I didn't quit my job, but I don't have a job and I'm right. doing this right now and it is supporting me. So it's like, it wasn't, I mean, I wasn't making a, the kind of money I was making doing uh, uh, testing, but right lot more than I thought I would, uh, or thought I could actually achieve. It's like one of those things, uh, Jim Carrey, he's a, he's a big kind of idol of mine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard his story about him talking about like the million dollar check or anything. Uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. he wrote, he wrote himself, uh, like when he was first starting acting, um, he wrote himself a million dollar check, put it in his wallet, signed to himself a year f- or was it five years from then? Anyways, he signed it for a date in the future. Right. He said, by the time this date hits, I'm going to be able to cash this check. And it was like, he, you know, he kept pushing, kept pushing. And then he finally got the role to dumb and dumber. And it was like, he made that role and he made a million dollars off that role. And it was like, he was able to cash that check. And it was like, uh, what's, what's the theory? Uh, it's basically, there's a theory, like you draw, you, 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 you visualize what you want and then you achieve it. And it's like, that was what that memoir was. And that's, you know, that's kind of where I wanted it to be. And it was like kind of funny that, you know, a year from when I said that it actually happened. So <laughs> well, that's in, what you in have a to weird do. way. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to take those risks. Like, the, like oh, yeah. there's just, there's just no safe zone when, when you're trying to find really gratifying things to do or like chasing your yeah. passion. It definitely I mean, that's comes the thing. a little like, more risk. I was, I was hating engineering. Like I was, it wasn't like I hated the job. I love building crap. And that's basically what I got to do every day. Like I got to build a different fixture. I got to figure this part out. I got to figure that out. Like it's, it's basically where I wanted to be, but like I would figure something out. There would be an issue like, uh, like for instance, the Honda Accord, the 2020, if, if you buy one, just beware this, this, this issue. Uh, but basically we would do wind speed tests and we went down our, we have a seven, we had a seven mile track that we go on if you just so happen to get a crosswind going 70 miles an hour, uh, the hood would actually taco. Like oh. it would, it would fold up on itself. And oh, it was yeah. like a very rare, like very specific thing had to happen. Like these specific things had to happen, but this is what we were testing for to figure out these kind of things. Like we were testing wig noise and, and dynamic testing. Like we were, we were trying to figure out like what was wrong with this. And we were specifically hood. So this was like an awesome thing. We're like, well, crap, we found it. And not to mention like, two months later, we were able to replicate that in the actual wind tunnel. So it was like, this isn't like a fluke thing. Like this can actually happen and we can get it to happen. And they basically said, okay, well we see that, but we're not going to fix it because the cost would be basically it would go from a single, like they needed to go from a single latch to a double latch. 
and they're like, well, the cost and, and trying to fit in there, we've already gone to this. We found it too late in, in, in the, in the testing. So basically we're not going to do it. And like, that was like the solidifying moment for me. Like other things had happened before, right. uh, but that was like the solidifying moment to be like, I don't want to be in this world. Like, I don't want to be in this testing environment and like know that something bad, like, cause if you're, you're, uh, uh, hood tacos while you're on the highway and you're like right by a semi, like you could, you could die. Like, Easily. and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to like, I don't, I don't look at the news sometimes just because like, I'm worried about some of the stuff we did on testing because it was like, yeah, these things are a very rare occurrence, but they can happen. And if somebody dies from that, like that, that's for me, I put it on myself. Like some people are just like, well, you know, it happens. Like there's nothing you can do about it. And it's like, well, we could have, we could have, we could have stopped or we could have stopped the production and, and changed this. And it's like, cost too much money. The designers were designers are basically in control and we don't want that to happen. So it's crazy. Yeah, that was, it's that crazy, was, that man. was it for me. I was like, I, I ended up getting a different job at a, uh, 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 child seat testing environment. And it was like, Oh, at first it was like, Oh yeah, they actually listened to you. Like they made some changes, but then like we actually got to a new development and they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're just going to put this like fastener here. And it was like, I'm done. So like when I got let go and, and, and everything and they said, Oh, we're doing testing now in China and Germany. I'm like, ah, I really don't want to look for another test engineering job. Like I just, it's rough. It's, it's, a, it's the same thing that it was in sales. It was like, you know, when you sold to that old lady, and you know, she didn't need it. Like a little part of your soul died a little bit. And it was right. like, even though I liked the job and I liked, I, I enjoyed cell phones at the time. And it was like, I, I just can't, I can't do it. I got to do something that basically it boils down to something I'm more in control of that I can determine, okay, yeah, on that, no on that. And I make the, and I feel good about those decisions. Yeah. It, it sucks being a cog in the wheel half the time because mm-hmm. it, I, I, you know, like you mentioned there, like we can see where they're coming from. It's not like, it's just like, well, they, they shut down the testing cause they're bad people and they just want to yeah. do bad. Like, no, they've like, they've got a business to run. They have to make these decisions. And a lot of times it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I, I don't, but like, I, it, it sucks because uh, like we want to do so much. A lot of people have all these aspirations and it's just like w- being somebody, even in just the smallest of businesses, if like, if you don't have any autonomy or if you don't have any like say on just, I mean, even just the smallest of things it like wrecks your soul. I was kind of thinking about like, why do, why do human beings value choice so much? And yeah. I think it's just an inherent biological thing that like, we're brought into the world with literally no choice. It's like, dude, sperm and egg met up and then boom, you popped out, but you had no choice. You no. like, yeah. So like, yeah, I like, you know, I wasn't like, Oh, I want to be born to Shaquille O'Neal. Cool. Here we go. Like, yeah. no, no, that, no, that didn't happen. And I, I think it's just inherent that we fight against that biological programming of like, you kind of just came into this world and you're here and you exist. And it's like, well, I'm going to have some control over something, you know? And there, yeah. like, there are some yeah, people it's... who are totally fine just being yes, man. And, you know, t- doing all that stuff. But like, I, I would yeah, there's make 3000 of them on a Honda floor. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, if somebody came up to me and was like, I've got, I've got two propositions for you. Uh, uh, a, you make six, six grand a week and you work for this company and, but you have to do everything you're told 
And if they, they could, they, or if they were like, look, you can make a meager amount enough to live on and pay your bills, but like you're calling happy. your own shots. Yeah. You're calling your own shots. You write your own check. Like you call your own shots and be like, all right, I'm taking that one. I, I will. Yeah. I would rather take yeah, that's, autonomy. That's basically, I mean, that's win. basically the choice I made. Cause it was like, I was making really good money. Like, and, and that used to be the thing. Like I measured success in the amount of like money I had. And it was like, once I got over like saying like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still want to get paid, but like, I'd rather do something that I'm passionate about and not get paid as much than do something I'm not passionate about and like feel a little dead every time I went home, you know, like, right. It just wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's just one of those things. It's like this, this never ending struggle that we, that we have when we're just yep. here in this, the Bible calls it the tabernacle of clay. And, yeah. uh, you know, just trying to figure out like, you know, like, okay, what, what is worth it? Like, why am I here? What am I doing? Like, I don't know. Everything's been put into such perspective for me in the past, you know, year or two. Uh, whereas, you know, the rest yeah. of my twenties, I was basically just like, I need to make sure that I'm complying with societal standards. And yeah, and, you know, and then I'm just, you know, a couple experiences <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, I'm kind of chasing after the wrong things here. And, you yeah, know, I can't believe you're doing the bachelor's degree, man. Like, don't get me wrong. It's awful. I'm not, awful. I'm not dissing that at all. Like to each their own, but like, I it's just like, I wouldn't care if you did. It's uh, you, you, you don't seem the one to like get a bachelor's degree because like, I don't, I don't know how to phrase it, but like, if I could redo see- it, if I could redo it, I would go back to when I got out of high school, I would go to trade school right off the yeah. bat, learn a trade, yeah. something that I found remotely interesting and could make decent money off of. So if I ever had the inkling to be more in the academic world, uh, then I would have enough resources and skills to be like, all right, cool jump ship but instead i had my finger up my butt for the past six years doing sales and not really getting much of uh like i don't know the retail sales side of it it's kind of like depending on how you do it and whatnot like yeah you have to own your own success and like how you develop but like i don't know i was more focused on like survival and just like very arbitrary standards on on like how i'd measure my success and that yep. didn't lead me anywhere and part of that too is i kept hacking away at like college because that's all i thought like i put no yeah. thought you know even just coming straight out of high school like what am i gonna do i don't know i just want to have fun like uh, i mean i'll go to college <laughs> so it's, like, it's rare that you come out of high school and know what you want to do i feel like even right. if you think you know what you want to do name name one person that you graduated with it's well i shouldn't say name one there are some there but, are but which, it's, it's a it's a it's a very small it's, amount it's it's so small it's right. like most people like go out being like i want to be a doctor uh you became a mechanic like how did that i mean that that's a pretty drastic one but i mean look yeah. at nick for instance nick everybody thought you know he was gonna be freaking present smart dude smart dude right. he ended up being being a philosophy major like in in teaching the lsat like what like no what like nick no. i thought nick would have usurped power in like a small eastern block country right now and yeah you know would have had them like all. he's he's intelligent yeah. enough he, he probably could like uh, the I, I mean, Nick, uh, I don't know if he considers me a good friend, but I still consider him a great friend. I love like just listening about Nick. Cause he, he is so entertaining to me. I don't know why, but like, Whew. dude, the episode I recorded with him was just, it was, it was a wild ride. And the stuff that went on before we even recorded, yeah. 
the pregame lobby, dude. The pregame lobby. I was like, what in the world? I forgot about how just like his his brand of humor. Yeah. It, it, oh my it, god, it's it's injected with such a. Did you ever get to see him? Like I never got his, to see him perform. Oh no. my god, I got to see him do a stand like. He was so like he was funny, right? Like I right, mean, it's just right. Nick. He's he can just be funny, but like he didn't do well because his jokes like hit such a high bar that right. people were just like, "What?" It was like, "Yeah, you have to like take it down a notch for for like the all the whole crowd to like." Nick injects such a like high degree of intelligence into his jokes, like it really separates a lot of people. Like most people's just like. Nyeh. Yeah, completely over their heads. Even after yeah. jokes, me, I'm like, man, I gotta go hop on Google real quick. What the right? Hell it's is like, this? it's like, ha ha ha, that's funny. Shit. I have no idea what the f- you're talking about. I'm like, like, well, <laughs> I, I, I guess this is this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, it, like, it, I don't know. I just, I, I've one of the biggest things that I've that I've been trying to do. I just haven't like. uh my 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 therapist was like, you need to write a mission statement for yourself, like a business. Yeah, that's that's and, what I'm telling you. That's what I did. Like, don't yeah. like don't even think about it. Just like go, like just sit in your room, freaking record yourself. Even if you don't show it to anybody, like it's one of the best pieces of advice. I, I think my mother in law gave it to me. She's like, just like tell yourself what you want to do. Like even if you've already had the thoughts, like just telling yourself out loud, like here's what I want to do. Like it, it's like it almost opens up. You watch Naruto, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was about to say I shouldn't ask that question. It's, oh, it's, I, I've listened to your podcast. I know I got Gamabunta with me, bro. Which, by the way, you made me re- start rewatching it because I was like, man, he was talking about shit on some of his podcasts. I don't remember any of it. Like I'm, I'm 120 episodes in right now, and I'm like, shit. On Naruto or, sh- or yeah. Shippuden? Shippuden, yeah. Is it Shippuden or Shippuden? I I, I have no clue. I could. Yeah, I'm I probably mispronouncing. I mispronounce yeah. every every single yeah, anime uh, that I watch. It's fine. I don't. I was just like I've heard it both ways, and I don't know which way's right. Anyways, so yeah, shit. one one twenty. That's uh, that's that's Akatsuki. That's like deep in Akatsuki stuff. It's like right now they're sealing the three tails with the uh, with the one dude that looks like a chick, the little the little one. Oh, um, oh, Kabuto? Uh, no. Oh, the one who looks like a chick. Just it. He has pink eyes. Oh, and he can control the three tails. I don't. I don't remember names. I'm just like. Oh, oh okay. Know. So it's oh one of the Jinchuriki. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was the three tails. I think Kisame and uh, someone else go after him. But I miss. I miss Naruto, man. I remember. I spent. It was like a six month blitz, where it was just like Naruto yeah. one to ship it in seven fifty. Like, I, I seven fifty. Yeah. Shit. I think that's no, no, no. It's no, it's five hundred episodes in Shippuden. It's seven hundred fifty oh, okay. total with Naruto and Shippuden. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I skipped a few filler episodes towards the end because I was so burnt out. But I watched all the filler in the first Naruto, and uh, oh my god, oh my god. But I loved it. There's Even like three hundred episodes of filler, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot. Even with how yeah. pointless the show can be, uh, and like how badly they screwed up at the end of ship it in like the whole war arc just don't ruin it for me i've oh. only got the the furthest i got was to when uh sasuke battled uh uh his older brother i can't remember his name oh yes that is uh, we, where i gave we, him the skeleton because i'm like uh, i know when that's he fights itachi yes yes because that's yeah. what that's when he starts using his uh susano and then uh 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But I don't remember anything. Those... I just remember watching to that point. And I think when I was watching it, that was all the further it was uh, it was dubbed because I didn't really want to watch subs. Oh, cause... I gotcha. Yeah. I was really lucky because they had just finished up the dub when I, when I finished it. Um, yeah. And that's why I've kind of sandbagged on One Piece because I – watched a ton of that and then they're only on like episode five or six hundred right now on their dub and they're like yeah. in the thousands now for the sub and i'm like mm. i never got into one piece i i can't but i love one piece i have a feeling that it will probably be in the same level as naruto when it's all said and done like when i'm like me personally uh, with how much I like it right now, but yeah, um, I I'm in no rush to get that done. One show I would highly recommend if you have Amazon Prime, uh, yeah. or whatever source. <laughs> Who doesn't have use, Amazon Prime? <laughs> Vinland Saga. If you haven't seen it already, it's 24 episodes. It is one of the best anime I've ever seen, like hands down. I'm not like a major weeb or anything like that, but uh, dude, it is super good. It is subbed, but it is 100% worth watching. It's about Vikings. Um, what? Dude, it is so damn good. Like, I let. It's like, only 24 episodes? Yeah, but that's the first season. They're going to release another season here yeah, soon. That's what's saying. Yeah, and hmm. I am quite excited. So, I would highly recommend it. Highly. But back, bring this back to what I was saying. Back, back to the Naruto it. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is basically, it's like opening up a gate. It's like all of a sudden you have all this chakra. But it's like you have all this like drive behind what you want to do, saying like, "Oh, you know, I want I I I I visualize it, I put it into words, and now like I have something to build off of, like I have a platform to build off of." Right. Bring I think it it's I think it, well I think it's putting the like the mind and body in like this mutual unison, like yep. working in conjunction. Because there's too many times where it's like you're either too much brain or you're just. Like, well, I'm going to go torture my body all day and go work go nine to five. And, yeah. Yeah. And I've been in both of those mindsets where it's just like, hmm, mm. like I'm not going to do anything and I'm going to keep making up that I'm sick and not going to work. But yeah. I'm going to be mastermind here and figure out every single career move I, I need to make and every single dollar and cent I need to be happy. And it's like. Uh, never actually make a move for it right none yeah it wasn't until yeah because timo like i was already i already handed in my two weeks notice then covid hit and i was like eh, probably not the best time to quit i need to let stuff i need to figure some stuff out oddly enough i got a job in the middle of covid and i was like Pfft. yeah that's crazy but like my my, my field's work, basically but... gone now anyways so it's nice i'm like eh. right they're not hiring anyways <laughs> yeah but i mean it worked out for me and like i saved up enough to where like the plan was like to just like not like it was like I basically had it with Timo was like I'm either gonna live off of my savings until the end of the year or uh, I'll find another job but like I can't work here anymore because it's just literally killing any like your soul yeah literally I'm just like I I can't I can't do this like any anything that I think about in this like putting another month or day into this job makes me just want to like vomit so. uh and it sucked because, like, I really, I really like the people that I work with. Uh, I didn't like the corporate structure. I, I got nope. into management with them, and uh, it was it was a train wreck. Like, uh, I I did I like busted my ass, and 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 uh, uh, when I moved out to Utah and just killed it, and ended up getting a uh, a management position when I was like a major underdog for it. But 
I, I, I did what I needed to. And like, dude, the, the whole political crap, like I wasn't ready for it. I didn't even know that was like an yeah. aspect of the job. And it was just constantly like you had to watch your back because, uh, people just like would make up anything they could about you to get you out of your position. Cause it didn't fit their, their, their plan or their narrative. And it's like, this is, this is so stupid. The, the, like the low level that people stoop to for yeah. this, this job that barely pays anything. Like what, like, why would you do this? Like, it's just Unfortunately, ridiculous. That, that does not like, that's not just like, even me doing this, this job, job, if you want to call it yeah. uh, YouTube and or whatever, like, you still have people who like will I've had people go on my, my videos and literally go through and just dislike all of them and then leave comments like, well, uh, I think you're a hack and you don't know what you're doing. It's like, unbelievable. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't call you. Like, like I said before, I'm not, po- I'm not political at all. Like I just like kind of do my own thing and like, right. Hope it works out. Like, uh, it's funny. Cause, uh, there's a DIY DIY and crafts is like a big Facebook page. that does a bunch of DIY. Well, like right when this COVID thing hit and like I was, I was sent home, they, they reached out to me and said, Hey, we want to use your videos on our stuff. Like we'll, we'll pay you to, you know, use your videos. Like however many views it gets, we'll pay you an X amount of percentage of it. And I was like, Oh dude, that's sick. And this was like six months into like doing my YouTube channel. I'm like, Holy crap. It's already paying me. Like I'm already getting, but I was super geeked, but like it, that, that deal like put me in perspective of like how like shitty people can be uh, like yeah no matter where you go like so i had a video that came out i don't remember which one of them I, they've had they've released a couple of them well anyways it got 12 million views on it which whoa yeah whoa. Like, yeah basically oh I went my viral. gosh unfortunately that was not on my page and i didn't get that i mean i got the money from it but i didn't really get that uh I didn't, like I didn't get anything. Yeah. I didn't really get anything from that because it was yeah. basically their stuff. I mean, I got huge subscribers that, that video basically pushed me to get monetized. So it did help a lot, but it's like, I didn't like it. I was like, hopefully I get like 1% of that and I get like 200,000 views or something. Like, yeah, that didn't happen. I got like 2000 views anyways. Uh, but like the comments on there. So like, because it had so much views, like so many people were on there, it probably had a thousand comments on it and they were so cutthroat. Like, because it was like DIY posting somebody else's page, they basically like talked in the, in the comments, like they were talking to like other people watching the video. And it was like, dude, this person is like the worst human being on earth. They should just go kill themselves. And I was like, huh? Like, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I mean, like I'm pretty secure about myself, but it like, and this was like six months into it. And like, it really got me thinking like, crap like is this is this what i want to open myself up to like this kind of like just tremendous hate yeah like it was it was like i can't like i can't even explain it's a toll that it was like it was tough and it was like i had i had so i had the 12 million video view video and then i had like two that got like nine million and then like one that got five million and like every single one of them it was just like just blow to my self-esteem like it was just like Every time I would go and look at the comment, I, I finally, I'm just like done, like looking at the comments on them. Like, I just don't even worry about it. Cause I know, and I've looked at other people's videos, like not just me. And that's what I finally had to like rationalize myself. Okay. Right. Like I, I'm not the, I'm not that bad. Like people are just freaking mean on the internet. Like, and it's just like, it's like that politics thing. It's just like people like, and like, I don't like saying that, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, well they, you know, they, they think badly of themselves. So they have to take out on other people. Like, I don't necessarily like, 
I don't want to think that they're less of a person, you know, because they're being mean to me. Like maybe they just had a bad day. Like how many times have you had a bad day? And it's like, you get in the car and you're just like, you know what you like to somebody right. who's driving beside you, even though what they're doing is insignificant. It's right. just like a way for you to get your aggressions out. So I don't like saying that those people are like shitty people and like they have terrible lives, but like, it still freaking hurts, man. They, like, they had nothing better to do than to go watch that video and just, you know, just throw, you know, throw another brick at the wall. Like, you know, it's, but like, like that's the problem with a lot of these internet platforms is that they can just, it, it, they have such sway over people that when you find like, like it can connect people from all over the world with like, to, like even, even different languages and stuff like that. Like, doesn't yeah. matter as long as yeah. it's like you can expose something that pisses people off or like, I don't know, like it, it, it's just easy for everybody to get to get together and just be like, all right, let's make their life hell. Like, cool. I mean, look yeah. at Twitter. Look at Twitter. Yeah. That like Twitter is like the Internet cesspool of just yeah. I, it's so hard to find positive stuff on there. Like people will retweet yeah. crap all the time on there. And, but for every like positive awesome vibe retweet there is there's probably a thousand just you're stupid you're dumb uh you know your opinion's a piece of shit go kill yourself it's like oh man yeah, it's like <sighs> like I... like what it like just just let's let's just like uh give this some 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 time like what if i actually did that like what if i and like i sent a note to you saying like hey i killed myself because you told me this like is that really what you wanted to happen here like did you yeah. really think this through like that? I feel like if people just took like two seconds to actually think about what they and I know this is like a funny, ironic thing to say, but like, just like imagine this actually playing through and what you're saying actually comes to fruition. Like, would you be happy about that? Like, that's a tough part about content creation is you're just, you're always going to have a critic always. Yeah. And it's, oh, and it's yeah. like how well, how, like how, how are you going to be able to block out those voices that are just so many of them don't offer anything. They, no. they don't. That's a tough thing to do is to block. Like, I don't know. There's just some type of energy that comes with it that people throw your way. And then it's like, you know, they're like, they can create these clouds that just loom over you. And it's like, but I got to create my sunshine. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. And like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that's like, uh, if I get unnecessary amounts of criticism, I either get pissed or I get down and I'm like, Pfft. but like, uh, I was, I was a missionary for two years in Guatemala and like, dude, we got, we got crap said about us all the time. Like I was, I was like the only white dude in town and people would be like, you stupid American. And like, you know, me, I'm like, they call me a stupid American, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, of course they do because they live in tin huts and I get to go home to a house that is like air conditioned and has carpet. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, they probably would call me a dumb American. Like, yeah, it's, it's easy to think that way. But like still, even with that, like working it out, like, Hmm, yes, this is uh, why they uh, had to throw me under the bus. Like, you know, it's still like, th there's still just something that comes with it where you're like, you know, having to mentally shake it off. It's, it's, it's tough. Well, it's crazy how a lot of these personalities and people like are able to just be like, man, doesn't matter. You know, I, I mean, that's not like 90 from what I've researched, like 90% of them, they don't check their comments. They don't, and that like oh people get gosh, pissed, like, yeah. like you don't like, why aren't you engaging with your fans? It's like, well, because of all those bad apples out there. Like I can't like self-esteem wise, like I need, you know, to separate myself from that and not, 
and not feel that anger and hatreds towards me. Like when I'm not trying to like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people out there that are just like, they, they're spewing hate and they, they thrive on that. You know, yeah. they thrive on that, 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 uh, combative behavior. But like me, I'm just like, I have to compartmentalize it and be like, look, that's, that's somebody's. And that's, and basically you heard me, I rationalize it. Like, you know what, they're probably just having a bad day and they saw this and they like dislike that, you know, I was doing something and you know, it, a good example, a great example. I don't know if you follow basketball that much, but, uh, Kevin Durant. Oh, basketball. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Durant got roasted because he was making burner accounts on Twitter and he would go and like, like call out people in the yeah. comments and once people... oh, I, don't get me I'm, I'm not gonna lie i did that too like i, I would go back and, and like not comment from my personal account and be like like what the hell are you talking about like why would you want somebody to kill themselves over making a freaking table like why do you care that much and they'd be like well this person's dumb and doesn't know what they're doing and they're gonna teach other people how to be dumb and this is gonna pr- pr- like produce this culture of dumb people and it's like what like that doesn't even that that, that logic makes, makes no zero sense. sense like that doesn't yeah, yeah, and it was like you would get in these like huge fights. So like, I completely and it was like part of me felt better because I actually felt like, you you know, I was I was gonna change their opinion at first, and I was like, you know, these burner accounts are doing something. They're making me like, you know, act like the, there's somebody on my side. And it was like, no, really, you're just fueling the fire. And now these people feel like they have a even more of a platform, and that people are seeing what they're saying, and now they're gonna continue doing this to other people who may not be able to, you know brush it off like you can it was like ah yeah maybe i shouldn't be doing this yeah well so he he got a lot of heat for it because he was going on and like once they traced about they're like oh man it's him he's weak he can't handle criticism it's like it's not that he didn't handle criticism he just wanted to defend himself like yeah you know and like i it just sucks because there's so many people and like dude he's got millions and millions of people like you know, and like, you know, those videos, those videos you had millions and millions of, of like views and stuff like that. And you just got people, you know, all, all stepping up to throw their rock of, of hate yep. at you. And it's like, why though? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It ain't worth it, bro. So a uh, big musician that I really like, uh, have you heard of NF? Yes. Yes. He's, he's a Christian rapper. He's not really a Christian rapper, but you know, he says he is, he has a line. It resonates so deep with me, but he says, look, I can listen to criticism as long as it's presented, you know, as long as it's not presented ignorantly. And I'm like, that is it. Like, like right. I am so for criticism. Like, if you want to tell me like, like there's been multiple people like, Hey, you should have like, I, I made a fire table out of, out of concrete. And like somebody came and said like, Hey, if you don't want it to crack, like you're supposed to like put like some sort of like plastic over top of it so that it doesn't dry too quickly. That's where you get those cracks from. And I'm like, dude, Thanks. Cool. That's freaking awesome. I really appreciate that input. Like that's exactly, yeah. but then you have these people like, why didn't you let it dry correctly? You freaking retard. Like I'm like, uh, well, it's, it's funny. It's like, funny. The approach. Cause it's like one side is like, Hey, this is something that I figured out. This will help yeah. the other side. It's to tear down. It's like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's like, it's, I know this and you don't, you're an idiot for not knowing this. Like, yeah, I, I had to make a really tough, tough choice. Like I, I had somebody pretty close to me. Like, just send me a message just out of the blue, like best of intentions, like, Hey, worried about you, worried about your health. And like, just didn't say anything. And like, well, I don't know how you're fighting your battles, but you got people on your side. And it's like, what? well, do you have anything to add? Like, well, and they specifically stated, well, normally 
And it's like, well, I mean, I would like to give you some advice, but normally you just get angry. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, first off, yeah, I can get passionate about things, but like, you know, that's yeah. not, that's not an accurate representation of him. And I was like, second off, it's like, if you really did care, you would offer some bit of advice that would help. Yeah. Yeah. Or instead of not just like, being hey, like, instead of being you like, you look like crap. Yeah. Instead of being like, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's like. And I would give you advice, but but you but you get mad. So you know what? I can't give it because so just you know good good luck with your crappy life. And it's like, I, but like I literally I had those I, like things but because I, it's I, like yeah, I had to make the really tough choice and just being like, I'm gonna have to put a boundary here. And unless you are going to act as a like a blessing in my life, then I'm not going to make time for you. That's. That's yeah. all I like. It, it sucked having to say that because they're close, but it's like I, I don't have time for the negativity. I like I don't. Nope. nope. And I'll just yeah. leave the option. Like if you are willing, like I wouldn't have my like as even anything they would have put in there. As long as they would have put just something that like hmm, this might Context. help you out. I would have been like hmm, okay, cool. Like then, send you an article yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, like, tell me, tell me where it is. But like, it just sucks when people equate your intelligence to you making a mistake. When a lot of times it's like, well, no, I did. Like a lot, of, a lot of times you just don't know. You never came across it, or just there's a myriad of reasons why that mistake could have been caused, and everybody just automatically draws this this false conclusion that you're stupid because yep. of X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, you're not, you're not stupid. You just didn't know. Now, you know, and like, yeah. you're better off by learning from experience than just being like a keyboard warrior. Like, uh, actually, uh, maybe next time put some, <laughs> put some plastic on that concrete, mister. Good luck. Your yeah. table's going to suck now. Ugh. You know, one of my biggest, one of my biggest catchphrases that I love to say, and it basically goes back to this is, is the, is the episode from family guy where he's like with the Spider-Man and everything. He's like, everybody gets one. Tell him Peter. Like, that's like my favorite line because it's like, look, you get one time to make a mistake. Like you, you and I'm going to let you know, like, and I'm going to be very, you know, tactful and, right. and, and nice about it. But like, after that, like you get one, like, that's it. Like, thank no, you, Spider-Man. Yeah. Everybody gets oh, one. Everybody yeah. Gets one. That, that one's classic, but the, internet, like, everybody gets one, but the internet can re- have like a lot of really good stuff that comes out of it. I mean, it that's does. what keeps us coming back. Cause it's like the few interactions that are so positive, they are so elating. You're like, it's like the dopamine rush. You're like, I, I, I want to have this. I uh one of my favorite EDM artists, his name's Don Diablo. He uh I, I follow this dude like religiously. Like I got an EDM and like I like I came across his music and ever since then it's like that's my artist, like number yeah. one like on my list. And uh so I follow him on Instagram. He released a song and um it was like right around finals and I was like Hey, this actually kind of helped me out a lot because, you know, life kind of sucks. And I was like, oh, you know, problem A, problem B. But I was like, you know what? Oddly enough, this three minute song that you made actually uh, made it pretty easy for me. Well, not easy, but, uh, you know, helped provide a little bit of uh, like make it just a little bit easier for me to go and like do these hard things I needed to do. And the artist messaged me back and was like, hey, man, this is everything that I like. This is why I do what I do. I want to change people's lives. And, and he was like much love bro dude swedish yeah yeah all right cool yeah you're like oh man that's awesome yeah yeah it's like like that's the people that they're using their platform and it's like oh yeah good stuff i mean that's that's basically what those musics 
art artists are supposed to be doing is 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 talking to you on a on a different level than what you get from a normal conversation so right. man, that's awesome that he actually reached out to you like that's i couldn't believe really cool. it i was like wait what uh, he yeah. actually responded <sighs> yeah this dude's got like five million followers i'm like yeah okay cool yeah, i'm like i'm a little peon compared to you like yeah <laughs> thanks bro <laughs> you so if you decide what you're doing on your youtube like if you like it's gonna it's it's gonna be it a healthy mix I, I'm not a one trick pony, so I figured I'm I'm not I'm not gonna box myself in. And if I find a trend that works best, then okay, I might just focus on doing one set of vids. So I so the the stuff that's currently cooking right now, uh, I uh, the uh, the the big one that I want to do is I, I like uh, I I like following a lot of sports, and yeah. I wanted to do like a finals recap, just like a brief video talking about like recapping the finals recapping the bubble and then like what's coming up next and just some insights because i'll read like people post so much stuff it's like you know lebron james is the goat now because he won another championship and it's like i don't know like maybe this isn't a debate about who's better between mj and lebron but maybe just like it's a generational thing because the game is still developing Yep. each year and you know there's just so many things that like you know i could talk about on that stuff but i also have uh like that's one thing that i want to tackle like dude i want to do like tier lists tier lists are so freaking hilarious like you know like what is it so it's have you seen it where it's like the s it's like s a b c d uh, and then it's like f and you know they like they they basically will just rank random things and like s tier is like the best and you know like i've watched videos on uh you know uh open up a whole new world to me <laughs> yeah dude there's there's Never a heard lot of this there's a lot of different uh directions you can go with that but uh the other one that oh, i yeah. wanted to do that i thought would be really funny is uh, uh i call it like the late to the party series and it's just me doing reviews of things that have been out for like <laughs> a super long time well, like let me re- review this nikon phone <laughs> yeah dude like i want to do one of my iphone 10 like especially like right like when the new iphones are coming out like i'm gonna review my iphone 10 four years later and uh <laughs> yeah this is yeah it actually still shoots in 4k and uh it, yeah. it does a lot yeah. of people didn't know that yeah this was the first phone to do it for yeah. those iphones and uh it's still, i thought the five the five was kills the first, or the six was the first they might nah, have anyways i don't know we talked about but you know stuff enough. like that or like you know i'm watching uh true blood right now and I just started season three and uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's entertaining. And, you know, I realized that it's more like, I like doing more comedic stuff. That first video that I did, yeah, I was, when I was making it and I was making all my clips, I realized that, uh, you know, I had the objective out of like, I'm going to talk about voting and how I think it's kind of silly at this point. But I was like, well, what's the purpose? Why do I want, the audience to get out of this. Cause I was like, I've got some lines that are funny. I've got some that are more serious. And like, I had talked too long about like in, in the stuff that I had recorded previously and stuff that I edited out, like full blown explanations about certain like laws and how they came yeah. to be or things about politics, politicians. But it's like, I, I don't think this is what I want people to see. Your and- cuts and your edits were great, dude. Like it, it kept me entertained. I mean, there's parts that trailed off that you talked over my head and I was like, 
uh, he could have cut this out for me, but right. Don't, no, like, absolutely. And another one of my friends said that too. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And I watched it yeah. afterwards. I, I, I will watch that stuff multiple times because I just, I, I'm a, I like, I see different things after each viewing. Yep. And then it's like, it's oh, so you know hard what? to be objective, objective about that. And like, not yeah. have like, dude, I, I run into the problem. Cause like, I love doing like really cool edits where like, I like, and they get, they fall on deaf ears every single time, but I'm like, uh, so hyper like there it's almost guaranteed in every single one of my videos that i have like a really complicated edit in there and like always goes on deaf ears nobody ever notices it's like i even do it to my wife and like i'll I'll show it to her and she'll be like like she'll watch it and i'll stand be standing behind her and like watch her see it and like she just keeps watching the video i'm like did you did you even notice that you're like like, you know i actually had like no experience with premiere pro. Yeah. And I was just like, I guess I'll try this out. Let's figure it out. And like little by little, as I went through that video, I was like figuring out more and more stuff. Yeah. Just tinkering with it. And I'm like, Oh, that's how you layer it. Or this is how you do picture in picture. Like, yep. Oh, like it's just like (laughs) teaching yourself. Like it's, it's so much better than going into class and actually trying to learn it. When you actually want to learn the information, you're like, Holy yeah. shit, where, where can I get more of this? Like, where well, can I do I, more? Well, I, I, there, I did have to go to YouTube and watch <laughs> one of them. Yep. So my camera, I didn't have it attached to, to USB or anything like that. I didn't have it attached to a power source. I was just running off the battery. So then it died and I was like, Ooh, I'm the I'm not done recording. So I plugged it in, but there was like this, 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 uh, this buzzing noise that mm-hmm. came through and I didn't notice it because I didn't put my headphones on and I didn't have it connected to my, uh, uh, to my, um, uh, whatever this little apparatus thing is, uh, um, interface. I didn't have it connected to the interface. Yeah. And so I didn't know the audio. Like I just assumed from the first video and the test that I had run, like, Oh, it sounds good. I'd never done a test with it actually plugged into USB. So I upload all the clips up to my computer and I'm editing and I'm like, wait a second, that buzzing noise. And it, it was like, all of these things i'm just like oh, no like i'm like i yeah i am not gonna let these clips get ruined so i went and found how to like edit out a lot of those background noises and it like it yeah. got most of it but it just it, it kind of messes the audio but it was still enough where it was like all right i don't have to explore like how to figure this out on my own like there's so many people who will upload yep. those little bits of knowledge onto youtube like praise allah thank yeah. goodness yeah awesome got that done it was a real cool learning experience the the telltale sign that i knew this is something i want to keep doing is because there wasn't a single part like there were things that were hard about it but there wasn't a single part where i was like i never want to do this again i hate this like i was legitimately entertained and enjoyed what i was doing through the thick and the thin all of it um and like it kept me up like i would i stayed up all night just you know patching together these clips because i was like this is entertaining i i like being able to like create something, put it out in the world and be like, ah, if this provides a laugh for three, cool. Excellent. Yeah. If this makes people, dude, you I know, think you did a great freaking job. Like, well, I, appreciate I, I mean, it. I, I think you have something here. You're very, I was telling my wife about this. Like you're a very personable guy. Like you, you can just, I mean, basically, I mean, a podcast is great for you, YouTube channel, whatever it is, but like, you're just able to, to talk and like, there's no law in the conversation. It's not like, Oh, we got to figure out something to talk about. Like, Oh, let's think about this. It's just like, you're, 
you're charismatic, you're, you know, you're intelligent. Like, dude, this is like, if it's not podcasting, I think YouTube, like you got something dude. like, well, and, and that's why I like doing these because it's my selective social stuff. Cause yeah. I, yeah, and you don't, it's, yeah, like you're done. I, it's like it's like well, I'm I've good. been told that before. Where it's like, yeah, you're like you're charismatic. I'm like, well, yeah. There's definitely times like if I want to engage in a conversation with somebody, I can. But like, dude, if I'm flying on a plane, like if somebody tries to strike up a conversation with me, I'm like, no. Oh my god, I hate it so much. <laughs> no, please. Like, leave me I alone. literally <laughs> have anxiety attacks about that. Like it's yeah. it's I, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. It's like before this. It's funny. Like I have like. Like I, I have anxiety up until the point where, I, cause it's like, shit, I have to talk to somebody. I have to carry a conversation. Like I get Ugh. all kinds of, yeah. And it's like, once it happens, like I'm in the moment, it's fun. It's good. But it's like, that's, that's a lot of like mental, like, like I, I call my, out. yeah, it's, I, I call myself selectively social and yeah. like, you know, how people do those like whole, like, uh, oh, what's that test called? It's the four letter code. Like I'm an INFJ or an INFP. Oh yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the I stands for introvert and E stands for yep. extrovert. But I'm yeah. I, I'm I, and most people are like, "Oh, you're so extrovert." I'm like, "No, no, no. I, I I have to pick and choose when I am outgoing with people." Like I've gone I'm to literally pop- right on the line. Like yeah, yeah. It just depends. Like I've gone to gatherings before where like I did not say very much, uh-huh. and it was just like I didn't really want to socialize with people there. And then I'll have other yep. times where I'm like. Whoa, this is a very engaging group. I find something coming out of this, but you know, yeah. it's that's that's how it goes. But uh I wanted to talk a little bit about like, you know, like we you know, we had the question earlier about like, you know, how you got into your um, you know, into your channel and some of the cool things, but uh like it, it, it like that's super cool. Like you've got you you found like, you know, a way to monetize, get a lot of views. What's been, uh, like, what do you think has been the biggest challenge besides the trolls and, like, you know, that stuff? Like, what's been your biggest challenge in, in creating, like, this quality content? Uh, my biggest challenge is, like, I've always been able to, like, always, anything I pick up or anything I try to do, I can pick it up. Like, that's, yeah. that's like, one of my biggest strengths. Can you hold on a second? She's gotta go outside. Yeah, totally, dude. You're Dogs good. Wine in my ear. <laughs> You're good. No worries. Oh, 14%. I barely got that. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the nick of time. I could have. I could have. God, I thought about that, dude. Uh, my okay. so my oh. my phone. I am the serial offender. I can't tell you how often my phone dies when I go out in public. It's it's bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bad. I'm awful. I, I, I only keep it charged because like, that's my only source of like videography. Yeah. And, like I always need it. So it's like, I have like, I had to buy like probably 15 chargers and I've broken like 14 of those, but uh, <laughs> it's so I always have like a charger somewhere so that like, it's like, Oh, I need to need to plug in, which is funny because I took all my chargers on the last project I did. So yeah, I grab it. But yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the actual biggest struggle I have. I just want to say that is, is keeping my phone truck. <laughs> uh, it's actually supplying power to my device. Yeah. That <sighs> is a huge struggle using the iPhone, like in doing the video, like having enough storage on there. I can't tell you how many times I've been recording something that like, I can only do one take, like I'm cutting something or I'm like putting something up. Like I can't take it back down. And it's like my phone runs out of storage in the middle of it and I can't, can't see it. So like I do this whole thing. And then I come to my phone and it's like, your stroller just full. I'm like, ah, like, yeah. 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 And especially cause you can't pop an SD card in there either. No, no. And you can't so get any difficult. more storage. Like, oh yeah. 
Oh, so I was recording in 4K because I was like, oh, 4K, I can record in 4K. I should record in 4K. The worst, not not to mention, I don't upload in 4K. Right. Like, there's no reason to have 4K unless you like want to like artificially zoom in, like I was talking about earlier. There's no reason to record in 4K. So right. like. Yeah, None. that was dumb. I yeah, that's what I filed. That's what I did with my first video. Like, I was so shocked when I like went through every single clip, and I was like, "Goodness gracious!" And then five hundred megabytes Premiere Pro, it, dude. It, yeah, I, so and I have like a brand new computer. I just built it, and it was like, "Yeah, I can't handle all these four K videos." Like, oh, oh, so pissed, dude. It, it's 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 a struggle. Like, I I had no clue. Like, it, like the the first like little test video that I did. That was like a minute long. I think the final product, because I shot it in 4K, I just did the auto stuff on my camera that I bought. And yeah. uh, it was like 11 gigabytes. I was like, what? Yep. So I just, I, <laughs> I scaled it down. I was like, we're doing 720. Here we go. <laughs> it's me yeah. just sitting, yeah. it's me just sitting there. Like, I don't need this in like full blown resolution. No. Yeah. You, yeah. You definitely don't need for, I mean, there's no, literally like, no reason. Is- Perfect, like, like oh you oh you want to see the posters i have behind me in full definition yeah. like or right. not move at all and just sit there yeah yeah okay cool yeah well, i'll put that in super high quality oh my God. stuff dude i just did a build and uh this is the maiden voyage i've never been a pc gamer i've yeah. never done any of that stuff and uh yeah it was a learning experience i'm glad i had my is friend it- with me Glad it's I'm fun. Friend. Yeah, it's def it's definitely super fun. Uh my I'm super glad I had a watchful eye with me, but uh it would have taken like ten times longer to get it done had I been on my own. But uh yeah, it was super fun. I actually just had to order some I actually just ordered another hard drive. So I went with like a terabyte yeah. of solid slate and I just went crazy downloading yeah. games and then like they're like, Hey, you ran out of storage. I'm like, What? That went super quick. Yeah. So I just I just, oh, grabbed, I just like, bought a six terabyte external. Like yeah. you I almost have so have much to. There's so much crap. Uh, so oh, that's funny. much. So that the the PC I just built was my second build. I built a first one. I basically took an old computer and just kind of put some parts in it and didn't really do this was like my first real build. Well, yeah. you know how you have to load Windows onto it? Right. Well, okay. <clears throat> so this is me being super smart. Uh-huh. Uh, so I took the hard drive that had all my videos. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Uh-oh. Had all of my videos. Uh, that I had been working on in, in, oh, in future no. videos that I was going to release. Oh, and no. I used that to download Windows. And I don't know if you know anything about downloading Windows. It reformats your hard drive. Yeah, yeah. When it reformats your hard drive, it deletes everything. Yep. The, gotta, love yeah. the, gotta love the good old reformat stuff. I remember that crap happening in T-Mobile all the time. Like people would be like, I just want to put my SD card in the new phone. And it's like, won't read files, reformat. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's not fun. Thank, thankfully, they have softwares out there, software out there for idiots like me that can like basically put to, like piece together your stuff and like say, oh, okay, here's a video file. I probably lost like only twenty five percent of my stuff, but like the other seventy five percent of the stuff that I did have, which this is like a, a two terabyte hard drive, and I had almost filled it up. So it's a right. crap load of stuff. Right. And like out of that, it literally just auto assigns names to things. So right. I probably have, I think it was like 5,000 video files that I had to go through and figure out like where I needed to put, oh my God, 
like if you go back and look at like when I release videos and everything, there's like uh, in like the June, July timeframe, there's like a good month solid that I don't release anything at all. And it took me that long just to go through everything and like figure out where stuff was and then redo all the, like my video content. Cause oh dude, I was so like, I, I literally built this PC just to edit video. And then I delete all my video. Like I was like, Oh my God. Oh, it was, that's a heartbreaking thing. Like, ah. Oh, I, I lost sleep over it. Like yeah. I don't normally lose sleep over things, but it was like, that was like a good three months of work that just vanished in a matter of seconds. And it was like, that's scary. Uh, like, yeah. And it was like, what do it's I like do? A, I it's, it's like a weight on your chest and you just can't mm-hmm. remove it. Like period. No, no. Uh, it was, I was so glad that I was able to at least recover it. And like, like, even though I had to go through these 5,000 video files, like I was like, dude, at least the stuff's here. Like, at least, right. like I, I, and even if it like bits and pieces might not have been there, like I could edit through it. Like, and I could figure out like, oh, well, you don't see me, you know, cutting this leg or whatever. Well, I could just edit it over that and like make it look like I did it or something. Like it's right. At least I have some sort of stuff from like the majority of the content. And I was like, oh man. Yeah. That's a lot to go through, but yeah, it was heart wrenching for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, so like, so, so like when, when you go through that, like one of the biggest problems that I have is, uh, and it's the same with podcasting. It's like the marketing side of it. It's trying to get your message. Yeah. Out. It's trying to find the right people. Like how were, how do you find success in that realm? Like finding the right people, positioning it well. Cause I find that to be one of the most difficult parts of content creation. So I, I do it the non-traditional method and I don't, I didn't really do any research. I like basically what I do is trial and error type stuff. Like do this for a little bit, see if it works. If it doesn't work, try something new type thing. Um, So when I was first getting started, I asked a bunch of people um, like what I should do and like, you know, how I should get into this. Like I asked Dan who, who majored in, in, in filmography. Like that's his, Oh wow. That's his, yeah, that's his passion. But he does it on a, you know, Hollywood type platform, you know, right. like where he's, he's making movies for that. It's more like indie stuff, but um, large scale still. productions. Yeah. Right. Where you have a whole team and like people are paying to do this. Like you're doing like, and there, there's money behind it where this is like, I'm an individual, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm filming it, I'm editing it, I'm planning it, I'm doing everything. And like, he would give me a certain perspective and a lot of the stuff he's helped out tremendously. And it's like, like he'll give me like, Oh, you need to shoot at this angle. You need to take this light. You need to do this stuff, which it's helped a lot. But like the platform of YouTube is like completely different from normal, like media platforms, like, like how you present yourself because like, you know, uh, cause he initially said, Oh, you need to get yourself big on, well, a bunch of people said you need to get yourself big on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know, all social media platforms to cross cross platform, onto uh youtube and like i was like okay like i'll do that and like i initially did and i i had no social media presence at all like if you look at me like it was basically like my wife would post stuff of me and like that was it like Uh i never i still don't post on my own facebook page like you you won't see anything on my timeline unless it's like stuff of makers lane or my wife posted of me and my kids or you know us going somewhere so basically i had no social media platform no twitter no no instagram no anything so I did the blitz method first, which I mean, it is what it is. Like right. I, I wouldn't say it was a good method or a bad method. It just, 
basically I got on Instagram and like, there's, there's a thing you can do where you like, you know, follow people. And if they follow you back, you leave them. And if they don't, then you dump all the other people. And then the next day you do the same thing over and over again until you get like basically people to follow you. Right. Basically you have to have something in order to, to start is, is the theory. Right. Which I don't know if that theory is true or not. Um, but coming with no social media, I needed something. And whether or not those were fake followers, which is what I'm going to call them because they weren't true followers. Like right. you know, they, they really wouldn't feedback. They were just following for a follow basically. Yeah. Um, that's how I started everything. Now, would I say it was like, I would go back and do it again. It's hard saying like it got me to where I am now. So was it a bad method? I don't know. I, 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 I fight myself a lot on it. It was, it like, was something. It was something. So like, I basically got my Instagram, uh, not really Twitter. I never really mess with Twitter. I don't, I don't care for Twitter much. I just, it doesn't have, it's rough. I, I dabble in Twitter salute or dabble, but I, I I haven't done anything for the podcast. I haven't posted any of my YouTube stuff on there. I don't plan on doing anything on Twitter. It's well, yeah, I'll get back to filled Twitter's vitriol. I'll tell you right now, Twitter for, for getting people to come to, to, to YouTube, don't even like it's not worth it. They don't have the yeah. best integration. Like it's not it, it's it's not really smooth. Twitter, yeah. if you have a if you have a better voice, like Twitter's something you get into later. Like if yeah. I got huge on 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 YouTube and like I wanted to do like a uh, like ask the maker like type thing, like right. ask me questions, I would probably go to Twitter because Twitter's the best resource for people to like communicate directly to me. Uh, as far as like better than Instagram or Facebook. It's like once you have the influence, then you go out and use that. Like it's a, it's a very effective tool for people like that. Basically people find you on Twitter where you can find other people on the other platforms. Right. Uh, so from there, I, I basically got my Instagram huge. Like I got like 4,000 followers, but I did it. Yeah. I did it a terrible method. Like, and I probably stepped on a lot of people's feet, like a lot of good makers in the community. Like I probably stepped on their feet because like, I wouldn't even care what they were doing. I would basically just like, blitz follow people then like dump a crap load of people and like not look at who i was dumping and like there was a couple times that i went back and like looked at what i actually dumped and like i dumped some huge well not huge but big names in the in the makers industry and like people who had like 15k followers at the time uh and like i dumped them because like i didn't care i just wanted to get as big as fast as possible so that's what i would call the blitz method wouldn't necessarily recommend it if you want true followers and you want to grow organically. But if you want to get to a, a, a an area fast and quick, it works. It's just not, it's not legit. It's better. To, right. I, 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 it's like a, a, a grade up from buying followers. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's like, it's barely a step up. I, I, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's almost in the same range because you're basically buying a follower with your follow. I so, started a, I, I started a meme page. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even want to try to make it big. It was just, I thought the name was so clever. I wanted to reserve it is all it was. Yeah. And, I heard, uh, I heard. Yeah. It's yeah. The memory glands. I was like, this is this. I, I think this is a stroke of genius. I, no, I, it's, I, I don't want great. anyone else to have this. So it, I'm going to take it's it. It's kind of like Toys R Us buying up every single R Us name. <laughs> have you heard about that? No, that's one, that's one of the reasons why they went bankrupt is they were, they had like, I don't remember what the number was. Like they bought up so many domain names just so that nobody else could have the RS names. Like, Yikes. like, like they had like, uh, like adults are us, like figures are us. Like they had every, and they spent like a hundred dollars a, 
a, a year on that and they had like it was like a hundred thousand dollars in donate oh main name saved. yeah it was stupid yeah and it was like but they just didn't they didn't want the rs name to be anything but them which i mean it was it was probably a good idea because how many bad things could you do with that i mean <laughs> when you said adults are us i was like oh a porn yeah. site cool yeah that's <laughs> basically what they bought up it for like is so that nothing yeah could be associated with them but yeah yeah so no but your name for that i thought was i mean but yeah the first day i had it i like i followed these pages and they're like hey follow for follow bro i'm like follow for follow no yeah eat shit <laughs> like no yeah like yeah. i cringe i was like oh no i'm just too crotchety for that stuff I'm too much of but a... uh, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because it's like if you don't have any anybody that knows like you at least have right probably a big supportive like friends group like now like me like i'm gonna support you and like if you post anything i'm gonna like post it to anybody like like right. you have that support group. Like, like I said, I had no social media presence. Like, right. I, and this, and the people who would support me are like my, like they wouldn't get me anywhere. Cause they didn't really have anything. So it was like, that's why I'm like torn whether or not the blitz method was good or not, because it got me where I wanted and it got me through trial and error. But yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, but I did that probably for three months where I just like, and basically Instagram, I, I, like I said, I got huge on Instagram, but they, they shut me down. Like they, they blacklisted oh. me. They, they blocked my account for like two weeks. Like I wasn't able to do anything for like two weeks on it. Like, like, yeah, they, they shut me down. And now like, if you look on my Instagram, like, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I like, I'm like, I have pretty cool posts on there and like, I get no traction at all. Like if I look at my, my statistics, because I did all that basically stupid shit, like right. the people I reach is basically nobody. Like, before they they blocked me i was I, like i when i had like 2000 followers actually when i had like 1500 followers i was getting more traction than i do now with like 4500 followers like it's 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 crazy to me like because but basically instagram was like uh no you broke our rules we're not letting you do anything and like good luck basically so Dude, that algorithm once they got oh you oh my god but i figured what's funny is i figured the algorithm out like through all that trial and error through my stuff like my wife runs her own business and it was like now i know like what to do and what not to do like hers like i grew hers basically to four thousand also but like it's completely organic like yeah. I followed the right accounts. I would, I would follow accounts that I should. I would like say like, Hey, you want to do like a, a, a brand swap? Like I did all basically because I had learned from the stupid shit I did on mine right. to what I was supposed to do. Like, but hers is a completely different, like she does, uh, she does like, uh, she's a big Disney fan and she sells like tumblers with like dis different, like Disney characters on them, like oh, with fabric stuff. And it's, yeah. it's really cool stuff. But like she has, I don't, I mean, I don't want to like discriminate or uh, differentiate, but like she has like the female population on her side, which is like way better than the male population. Like right. the males, like we're, we're freaking cutthroat. Like, yeah, we won't give you a like because we like the stuff. We'll like watch your crap and then not give you a like for it. Whereas yeah. like the female, like they're super supportive of each other. They're like, Oh my gosh, I love your stuff. Like leaving these great comments and stuff. Share it to their story and everything. Yeah. 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 Like if guys like stuff, they're like, Oh, that's cool. Shut my phone down. I'm done with that. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it was a whole different atmosphere, but, but yeah. So hers was completely organic. And like now she, she has as many followers as I do. And she started like six months after I did. So it was like, <laughs> And, and like her traction, like she's to the point where if she posts something, like 
people get giddy about her stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's what I was trying to get. But I could, I couldn't get it with mine, but I got it with yours. And it's like, but you know, they, they wouldn't track that, that piece of like, you know, they, they wouldn't track that analytic if it wasn't important, you know, like differentiating men, women, age groups. It's like, it, it's so dichotomous because we, we, we live in a society, you know, meme time, but Like our society is so heavily focused upon not discriminating anybody based on their religion, gender, age, sex, but yet it's the complete opposite for business. That's what they do. And you have to do that to be successful, not discriminate, but you have to like know your target audience. Like, like, but, but you have to, that's like the whole thing of marketing. Like I remember when I first got into like, you know, reading that stuff and some of the classes that I took for it. I was like, wait a second, this is so weird. Like, I'm seeing all these things every day where people are like, just because they're a woman doesn't mean they can't, you know, do yada, 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 or just because you're old. Like, so many things about, like, you know, people saying we shouldn't, you know, like, yeah, discrimination's bad, but, like, you know, almost every part, it's, like, hyper-focused now. It's almost, like, militarized, in a sense Um, now, of identity politics. (laughs) And... But yet successful businesses, that is what they 100% do. Like they find their target audience, they segment their products properly and and they, they market it to who they need to like, and it's efficient. That's why they, that's why they do that. They wouldn't make tons of money if they didn't know the right people to sell it to, you know, but Sam, you're discriminating. You can't do that, but you're racist. (laughs) Ah! So remember earlier when I was telling, well, before all the 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 podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. How I told you that there's a story. Yeah. So yeah, here, yeah. This, this, is, this, this is the story. Okay. So this is like the toughest situation I think I've ever been in. Like, cause I'm one, like if I feel something, I'll tell you, like I'm transparent. I pride myself on being transparent. Yeah. And it was like, this was like the one time I was not able, like, like it, it frustrated me so much cause I couldn't be transparent because it's not, it's not what you can do in today's society. Right. Uh, so my wife's business, she makes the, she, she actually has two. She does the tumblers, but then she also designs and creates her own fabric uh, with the different Disney characters. Like she draws them and like oh, wow. puts them on. Yeah. It's, it's she's, she's, uh-huh. she's awesome. She sounds pretty resourceful. Oh my God. She pretty, is pretty, like, pretty talented. Like her and I are like the dynamic duo. Like yeah. if, if, if she struggles in one spot, like I basically pick up the slack. Like it, it's awesome. Like, but she's, she's amazing. But I mean, obviously that's, that's what I think. Cause I married her, but, uh, <laughs> all right. So she's, she's been doing this for about three years now and, you know, hasn't really gotten, gotten any like into politics at all. And she hasn't had to really worry about that. Well, this is the first time that we've actually had to worry about this stuff. Yeah. Not really worry, but like, like it was like a, Oh crap moment. Like this is, this is real. Like we're going to have to actually like deal with this. Right. So she's got this fabric business. Uh, part of it is like how you market yourself is you get uh, like uh, a team of seamstress. Like you make the, pro- you make the product, then they go sew it for you. And like you give them a deal, like whether it's free shipping or free, free yardage or whatever. And then they go promote it on, you know, different websites and on their website and basically promote your fabric, but they obviously get something in between or from it too. Um, so she, she, she was getting this team and she was like reaching out to, to some of the Facebook groups and saying like, Hey, uh, like I'm looking for some seamstress. I'm looking for a team about like eight to 10, like somewhere in there, like send me your stuff and like, I'll select from it and, and we'll go from there. Uh, so she does this, she gets a huge wave of people 
uh, like telling her that she wants to do it. Probably, I think she said she had like close to like 500 comments of, of like people wanting to do this. Now, obviously yeah. that wasn't 500 different people. It was probably about a hundred different people. So she had a, she had a list of about a hundred people she had to pick through. So she went through strictly based on like the images they sent her of like the products, because the big thing is like product photos. Like I want to see, like, even if you can sew amazingly, I want to be able to see that you can take pictures and display my product and in, in a, in a way that I'm, I'm comfortable with. So she went through all the pictures and she picked, I think she ended up settling on 12 cause she couldn't, she couldn't narrow it down any further. She liked all of them and they were all diverse. Like they were, you know, some sewed up dresses, some sewed up handbags, some sewed up masks, some sewed up just all kinds of different things, about 12 different things. Yeah. Uh, so she picked those people. She has her group started. She's, you know, starting to gain traction. One of the, so she's, she, she, uh, uh, brought on a messenger, private messenger and says, Hey, uh, I was looking through and I noticed on your strike team, that's what they call it, yeah. uh, that there are no people of color on here. Uh, and like, she went on this whole rant about like, Hey, like, uh, you know, I know some, a couple, you know, black sewists, some brown sewists, you know, and I, I think it would probably be a good idea. And we'd go really far if you added some, you know, people of color to the team, which that statement in and of itself would have been fine. But like if she would have the problem was that she didn't base any of the criteria on like what color your national or what nationality like she right. didn't, like she cared on your quality of work and what you did like that's strictly what she cared on like right. it was almost to the point like we got blindsided like she showed me this message and i read it and i was like like what what like it's one of the greatest was, lies that we tell in, in like modern society now is that if there is not the presence of diversity then it's inherent racism it's like no that's that's and it was not. like this was honest to god like we had we did like this wasn't even a thought like we had not even like oh yeah we don't have to worry about that it's like it wasn't it, it was nowhere in the conversation and it was right. just like out of left field we just get like smacked in the face with this like fuck like what do we like because yeah. this is like the first time we've technically like hired people and it was like yeah like I'm not, and it was like that. This was the part of me. Like if I were being transparent, it was be like I would be like, look, I don't give two shits what your color is. I care about your quality of work. That's the only thing I'm basing this criteria on. Right. Like if you're black, blue, orange, I don't give. Like it's not like I don't care as like I don't care as you as a person. Like what I what I need from you is your quality of work. Right. Like, and it may and like even when I say it, like it, like if this is taken out of context, like I would be punch so hard in the face by some people like yeah they would literally crucify you over because it's like, but that's not what i mean like it's like and it's like so hard it's like and you can't say that. that like that that alone today if you say like anything against diversity and inclusion it's so i actually call it the die group because yeah. i mean that that's what it is di but like i call it like die because if you say anything remotely close it it doesn't even have to be like uh criticism just anything that that could be perceived against something that goes against their agenda you will die like they will do yeah. anything possible to wreck your life it's it's asinine and so i so i had to like take a step back because i'm like this is a business this isn't personal like i can't I can't do my personal feelings in this. Like I can't be transparent like that because it is a personal feeling of mine. Like, yeah. Uh, so like I just take a step back and it was like, 
you know, like, all right, well, you know, next time we hire people, I think that's what we ended up with. But it was just like, it's a headache. And because it's like, so, and, because, even, like, and, and that hurts you too, because so many people think like that now they bring yeah. brainwash into just saying, well, you don't have, you don't have any black people. You don't have any Hispanics. There's no Asians. Oh, it's just a bunch of white people. Oh, you guys probably, you know, fly Trump flags and, yeah. you know, uh, you know, say, you know, and fly your Confederate flags. It's like, no, <laughs> no. Well, I actually went to a friend of mine who's, who he's a big liberal. Like he, I mean, he's, he, I shouldn't say liberal. He's he sees the other side. Like he's, yeah. he's a big LGB fan. Like he's like black. And I'm like, all right, here's the situation. Like, what am I not seeing? Like, and that, that's something I pride myself on is like, I, I can take myself out of the situation, take my personal like feelings out of the situation and say, okay, fine. Let's say the other side has a point. What's that point? Like, I need to know like what, like, cause this is just frustrating to me. Right. And he, I mean, he basically boiled it down to like, they like, although you weren't trying, like, because they're of a different color, they don't have the platform that that somebody of of of, of you know who's white has, and it, that was hard for me to take because I was like, the things that we posted it on, like those groups didn't discriminate, like anybody right. can join them. So to say that they don't have an equal opportunity as like it was hard for me, and I was like, all right, fine, like if we do another thing, we'll 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 hire some people of color, like we'll specifically go out and say we're only hiring which, oh my God, we did that. And that was a whole nother freaking backlash we hit. Like, because now we're like discriminating against, uh, like, I hate the situation that this stuff puts us in. Like, it's like, like you want to be a good person. And like, that, that's another thing I was telling you earlier. Like, even if you don't want to be political, now that's a bad thing. It's like, right. I don't know where to freaking go. I just want somebody who can do quality work. Like, it's it like we need nuts. we need this happy medium to like because yeah we don't want marginalized people to feel like no. they to that they don't have a place yes in any niche like any part of our society so like yeah so if if people see like there's no black people okay well let's get them involved like yeah cool but like it doesn't mean we're gonna shut down the whole operation because yeah. we don't have anybody it means okay this is an opportunity we can improve on and we'll do it like that's what we'll do so this is the first part of the story yeah oh it gets gets more it gets more intense oh boy uh so the same late first of all this lady is white like oh go go figure like literally she looks like a karen like short haircut blonde like looks like a karen like it's comical how she's got she's got the manager's number on speed dial yeah, basically. Like in like oh. I knew from the beginning cuz this is like the first comment she said. I was like like and it was hard because this is such a niche group like if you step like in the wrong direction, like you are ruined. Like it's basically like I've seen we've seen groups on there like where they said something like, "Oh yeah, this whole thing with Black Lives Matter, it's crazy." And like they got blacklisted for that. And like nobody would buy fabric from them because of that one comment. All they said was, "It's crazy." And I'm like so like I'm like over here like uh man this is like fuck like but anyways yeah. so my wife just is a huge Disney fan across the board does not like really care what Disney it is loves Disney so like one of the upcoming rounds she wanted to do was a Pocahontas round yeah again we're not thinking in current right. culture right. we're literally thinking oh we love Pocahontas like my cool. wife is I don't really yeah yeah yeah. yeah. 
it's like but, Pocahontas, cool. I like her. Let's let's get let's get the merch. And like, out. Let's and, do it. And, she, and and her thought is like, I don't ever see any Pocahontas out there. Like any fabric. Like I want to do it. Like I, I think that would be a cool fabric. Like I think people would want it. Like basically, what a business does when right. they go to market stuff. Like where's their where's their need? How can right. we fill it? Right. Uh, <laughs> basic business practice. Yeah. Uh, and so she goes, she goes to do it and like, she designs all the stuff, spends hours designing it, like has a really good product. Like, uh, and, and she goes to release it to her strike group and the Karen chimes in and says, Hey, uh, I don't feel comfortable, uh, sewing with this. It discriminates against, uh, or it, it doesn't show a correct portrayal of Pocahontas. She was, you know, raped, beat and, and sold into slavery or something like that. And it was like, oh my god like it was just like what the like you can't and it was like and like it was funny because all right so karen commented on it and then there was another lady that commented but like it was so funny because the other lady commented on it but she commented so tactfully like it was like yeah sure like like i'm all for like if you don't want to sew it because it like like if it was like if i said something like like we sold a pattern with weed which we would never do but like if we sold a pattern with weed like and you said I'm against pot. Like it'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like I, you, you're entitled. Cool. To your then, opinion. then don't like, buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like, but like basically, this lady was like tactful and she was like, hey, like I'm actually part Indian and like I don't really like this story. Like I don't feel like it gives a proper portrayal. If it was okay with you, I would prefer just to skip this round and not so for it. And I was like, yeah, like yeah, like you're entitled to it. Like you cool. don't have to do it. Like I'm not yeah. gonna force you to do something you don't want to do, especially yeah. if it, it affects you on that level. But then Karen chimes in and is like, have you really thought this through? Have you thought about the backlash you're gonna get? Maybe we should get some Hispanic, or not Hispanic, some Indian sewers to to guest sew some of this fabric for you. And it was like, oh my God. Ah! Like it was just like, ah! Like I just, and like her biggest thing, like Jess's biggest thing is like, this brings me joy. And like, because of all this stuff, like it's like, now I can't get joy from like doing artwork and doing my own designs. Like I had to think about all this stuff. And it was like, I like the story that Disney does of Pocahontas. I enjoy that story. Well, and and it's I'm so backwards. It's... it's so backwards too. Cause it's like, well, why don't you go complain to Disney then about this and not like somebody just trying to, you know, make a living like, or, you know, enjoying yeah. something passionate. Like don't fault me for this. Like go to Disney with that crap. Like, yeah. It's and like, it's not right it's... off. Yeah, and it's not a disrespectful movie about Native Americans. It's not like no. it's it's literally telling it's talking about how bad the conquistadors were. Like the bad dude yeah. was a well, conquistador. I mean, it it didn't really. I mean, if you actually research it, 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 which I did, yeah, they it is pretty. It, it does not. It's pro colonialism, but it it yeah. still like shows the dangers of it, and like because at the end of the day, it's like anybody who lives here and enjoys Western civilization. You enjoy colonialism as much yeah. as people want to vilify, you know, like, yeah, we did some really messed up stuff to Native Americans. We can't go back in time. We can't fix it. Let's, Let's just look at what we have now. You are literally living the best quality of life on the face of this earth that literally like billions of people dream of having what we have. Yet, yeah. The best thing you can go on here is just go and whine, bitch and moan about uh, how terrible a white woman, mind you. It's the what it's the white women that that get the most uh, that the white women and the white simpy men are the ones that are just (laughs) they ruin any type of social strike too by the way oh gosh oh gosh where's the third strike yeah 
Now go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm what you're saying? I just it. want to build up to. I want to I'm foreshadow. For no, I, I I'm I'm like I I because I keep getting more. Like I don't even know that there's like I didn't. Are know you there as frustrated? Are you as frustrated as I Absolutely. am right now? Absolutely. Okay. One hundred percent. I didn't. I didn't know if I was the only one. And I no, really, it is like, like dude. I I try to be middle ground because like dude, I I yeah. I do not like it when uh like if i see something that i that i perceive as you know uh like you know being racist or mm-hmm. be, you know any prejudice any form yeah that pisses me the hell off but like it's it's the people who fly the the that cry wolf and they just make it mm-hmm. so much worse when make it, like, something out of nothing yeah so then people who like it makes it harder for people who maybe would have listened later on now they're just like oh they equate racism to some karen ass bitch who goes online and complains all day it's like you know it ruins it ruins the movement but i i want to hear i want to hear strike three i'm anxious (laughs) okay so this this one i just like this one just blows my freaking mind like i can't even oh boy it just all right so (laughs) So she release or she does the Pocahontas round. Uh, like basically, Karen told her she doesn't need to do it. Like she shouldn't run it. Which I'm. I I was at the at that point. I was like, you need to let her go. Like you need to get rid of her in a tactful manner. But you need like she is. Yeah. She she's she's a she's a virus and she's gonna end up. Like I'm all for like uh, a platform for people to talk and discuss what they feel. But again. If you're going to prevent or if you're going to submit advice, it needs to be in, in, in an intelligent way right. and not it, from a point of ignorancy. Um, all right. So <clears throat> I think she does. Uh, I forget what her round after that is, but nothing on that. And then she's going to this next round where uh, she's doing one of our big, like my biggest, like Disney. I, I love the movie is Treasure Planet and Atlantis. They're like, yeah. I feel like they're two movies that not a lot of people know about that Disney made, but they're freaking awesome movies. They're slept and on. plus they're like super, they're super mechanical, which is like, like yeah. me through and through. So, yeah. uh, so I, I like love these movies. And I was like, Oh cool. You're doing this great round. So again, she spends hours designing like these, these, uh, these characters and does all this stuff. Um, and then releases them to the strike group. And like previously on the, on the Pocahontas one, she basically said uh, like, Hey, like I'm all for you, you know, discussing this here. And if you don't feel comfortable, basically just let me know. But in a tactful way, she said, personal message me. Don't make this a huge thing on our, on our, on our group. Like don't, right. there's no need to make this a big thing. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she releases the designs and Karen private messages her. Oh boy. Here we go. You want to know what Karen said? Karen said that Jess, my wife, had made Kia's complexion the incorrect color. She is too light. She needs to be darker. And I wish I could show you, like, this the difference in the two drawings. Like, l- what she wanted and what, what, what the actual character is. Like, it's, like, you can barely even tell it's a shade different. And she's complaining that it doesn't accurately portray the Atlantean, the Atlantean race. <laughs> like uh like who's who's gonna break it to her <laughs> I, I literally i i was like are you oh. <laughs> 
Like, oh my gosh. I almost went into like a Super Saiyan rage. Like it was just like <laughs> what? that doesn't prop like, oh really? Have you met an Atlantean before? <laughs> like I was just like, <laughs> like you, oh my god, I had to take a whole day to like calm down from that calm. Like it was like one line. <laughs> it was just like one line. It was just like the Atlantean race. And I'm like, Zuff! What woman? Like, what planet do you live on? Like, it's like, have you ever and, seen an Atlantean? Like, it's like, where? And if, and if you want to get technical, it's like, yo, that was all like Greek stuff back then. Well, Talk no, she did. My wife messaged her back and said, like, she did this whole like thing and was like very like, yeah. uh, and and she basically said, hey, like in a polite way, she was like, Atlanteans aren't really a race. And the lady comes back and she says, actually, on the Wikipedia page, this is what it says about him. And I'm like woman they're not real you're like oh like, I, I wasn't aware that uh you know a group of humans could uh live completely underwater yeah that that makes sense like and she basically said oh they're of the greek complexion like and then like it, it was like you don't know them like it's like who are we offending here like there's always got to be somebody there's always somebody who, to get offended who, like that's what I yeah. want to know. Like, okay, if I draw Akita, the 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 main character, yeah. if I draw her freaking blue, okay, who's gonna be offended by that? Who has the right? What? Who has the ground to stand on to get offended by that? Somebody, no somebody that will perceive it like as being something more than what it really is. That's. Oh, you mean the Karens do. out there that are white complaining about somebody else's race and especially a race that doesn't even freaking exist? Like, uh, oh, yeah, that was that was that was my strike three. And basically, we got rid of her in a polite way. We were like, hey, like you're entitled to your opinions. But the because basically the biggest issue that we had with her was not that like, of course, like we were upset that she kept bringing up these issues that we didn't really want to have to deal with and didn't think we would have to deal with, but you know, that's fine. That's fair. You're yeah. allowed to do that. Like, and especially in this culture, like I, as a business owner, you need to be open to that. Like that's right. the main thing you need to be open and, and available to that. The biggest problem we had was that she would like basically demand that we change what we were doing. Right. That's, that's a it, huge problem with, with that, with that PC culture is that it is not about having a dialogue. It's about you're going to change what you do or there will be hell to pay. It's like, that's not yeah. how you negotiate. That's, that's not how civilized no, it's, people it's like, do this. And it's like, I'm basically the artist here. And, and ultimately it is art, which can be portrayed as, I mean, look at, look at what they're doing to all the Disney remakes that they're doing. Not all of them, but like Tinkerbell in the new, new upcoming Peter Pan movie, she's going to be black. But in the, in the thing, she was uh, Caucasian. Like, but right. I, I, this, I'm going to tread really lightly here. Cause I, I know, I know the line I'm teetering on right now, but it's like, nobody's really going to complain about that. Like, because it's art ultimately like, right. and it's, to the eye of the beholder. Like if you want to make that person that it's, it's kind of like, why do we see Jesus is white? Like, okay. Like if he's black, who really gives a crap? Is anybody going to complain? Is anybody right. going to play? Like, it's like, it's, it's ultimately what you see, not what it is like. And it's like ugh, to fight over a freaking made up freaking race. Like, yeah. People are literally willing to expend mental and physical energy because of a perceived affront towards someone else. I, uh, the whole like 
offended cancel culture and and the the PC. I don't even like using social justice anymore because I I believe in a lot in a lot of the causes, but I don't I don't like the execution and how it's done because I feel like it pushes more people away than what it brings in, uh, and it's just this this vitriol, and it's not based upon civility, it's not based upon dialogue, it's like so many people more people could be won over because I think there are far more rational people than what we give credit for that would be willing to say, you know what? You have a point. Like I've been in that point before where my core beliefs, I heard very convincing opinions from people who immediately didn't write me off because of belief that I had. And like, I was like, you know what? I think they have some weight to what they're saying. And perfect. And there's a lot of people who are very, very active in that community who are, willing to have dialogue with with people and they do it constructively it's just they don't make up the 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 majority or they don't get they don't get the traffic they need to i posted i posted something on my instagram it was uh i don't know if you've heard of him he's a comedian named andrew schultz and uh he's made these like three four minute just hilarious videos like think of uh the daily report on snl but like 10 times funnier and he is very direct. He's very dirty. Um, he posted one video that was talking about Epstein that was just hilarious. And he said some really messed up stuff on there. He made a joke about like down syndrome. He, you know, he, <laughs> man, like he made, he made a joke about down syndrome. He made, uh, like, uh, he, you know, he, he said retarded. He like, there were a lot of things that he put on there that like were very abrasive but he did that because he was getting the point across that like the fact that a perceived or the fact that an alleged child molester would be able to get such like preferential treatment and all this could get like and Ghislaine Maxwell his mistress that all this can just get like brushed over the rug like it's like that's not commanding the headlines that's not getting riots in the streets like it's crazy that it comes down to that but he does it brilliantly with with just a really really direct injection of humor it's so so damn funny and he uh uh you know he, he like the this girl po- like messaged me back and was just like yeah i don't i don't really like he's using really outdated language for people who have disabilities and uh you know I, the second he did that i just turned it off she's like i didn't even make it through 10 seconds didn't say anything about my character, didn't say anything of that nature. And I was just like, you know what? You bring up a really good point about that. I posted this because I, I agree more with the sentiment of this should be the number one problem that we're looking at in America. How like children are literally getting like boned by predators and like, that's not the biggest, like we don't, that's not commanding the headlines. That's not you know, our thoughts and prayers aren't all going into that. We're not going to the street. We're not rioting over that stuff like that. God, I could think you imagine if there's a riot on that, that would be dude, so that weird. would unite everyone that would unite the vast majority of the population. Like dude, a lot like people who protest peacefully, it like the, a good example is the, uh, the, the, the protesters in Virginia when the second amendment law, or it was a gun control law that was that, um, was up for um, discussion in Virginia and a lot of pro 2A people went and um, protested all armed carrying their rifles about not a single shot fired. Um, 
like, dude, it was like super inclusive. There were like black and white people, like arm and arm, like dude, like the, the stuff in, uh, the stuff in Louisville right now, there are black militias that have gone out and they're like, if you're not, if you're not going to take care of our communities, we will like it. And like, dude, there's white people who are like going with them and they're like, yeah, we're seeing this crap. Like we won't stand up for this. Like it's bringing a lot of people together. Um, but it's these people that literally are not willing, like they, they, it's just, they put, it's like gunpoint. It's theoretical gunpoint that they point to your head and they say, I'm going to blow your brains out if you don't change the way you think. And it's like, what gives you the right to say that, that like, I am this barbaric creature that I'm not, you know, I don't care about other people or I don't value human life. Well, something that really really caught my attention. I watched maybe 15 to 20 minutes of uh Judge Barrett's uh congressional uh hearing and uh or the uh, I don't know the I forget the official term. I think it's like judiciary review or something. I don't know. But uh I caught Senator Cory Booker who ran for president. He's black and his questions were only about race and sexual orientation and that was it. And it's just like, dude, like, like, is there anything like that's not important nowadays? Like everything comes down to like your identity. Now, nothing really is based upon your merits. Nothing is really based upon like, it's like anything like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't view it as like white pride or anything, but like, it's almost like you, you can't be proud of any accomplishment you have now. If you didn't come from some type of really rough background, it's like, no, not everybody has to have like, you know, uh, has to rise from the bottom, make their way up. It's, it's crazy. And like, it spills its way into, uh, into the business world. Like you're seeing, like it affects you guys in, in a negative way. And it, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating to see that stuff take place. But on the flip side of that, diversity and inclusion groups can do a lot for a company's profitability. They've done a lot of studies that have shown that when businesses have, have taken the initiative, not even like to have like necessarily a group specifically dedicated to making sure they have proper diversity and inclusion, but that they are properly uh, finding representation uh, in the workplace. Yeah. There's definitely benefits to it. So I think the conversation doesn't need to be, uh, necessarily we get back to points of view of just like defending what we were at. I think it's okay. If, if you see that there's a problem here where we don't have enough representation, what can you do to help? Yeah. What, like, if, can yeah. you, can you get more black seepsinches in then? Yeah, we'll take them. Like, please bring them our way. But like, yeah. don't call us racist just because we don't have them here right now. Like, yeah. That doesn't like make us racist. It just means that right now we're primarily composed of white people. If we are doing racist stuff, all right, then 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 you can call it a spade a spade. But that's yeah, it's it's so damn frustrating. That's the society we live in now. It's just now shoved as, down everybody's as, throat. As much as this Karen irritated the dog shit out of me, and like I just didn't like how she presented things. I mean, she did open my eyes to something that I'm I wasn't really aware of, and like. Like it, 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 it made me, it forced me to have a perspective on something that I might not have like researched or thought about, or, you know, gave time basically because somebody, 
one of my friends said something to me and it, and it, and it resonated me with me. And I was like, I don't like, is this what's going on? Is like, you know, you have that white privilege, but they explained it in a way where it's like, it's not like that privilege thing. It's, it's more of, of like, you've been raised and I mean, you can attest to this too, like where we came from Bethel, right. like there's not a whole lot of diversity. We're not a, taught a whole lot. And if I had to say majority of those people at Bethel are probably racist, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know a couple people that are like blatant. Like if I see something like, yeah. And it's like, we were given an eye to a certain thing and we were able to see a certain way. And like, basically what I've learned from this is you need to take a step back and like, again, not everybody, even that Karen, she, she, she probably came from a good place again, how she presented it. Right. Was, wasn't the best. And because of that, you know, she's no longer with our team, but she still put a perspective in this group that I may not want to have to deal with. Right. But it's good. It's good. It's going to make this team, a better team because of it, you know, well, it's and, like, it's, and it's good that you and your wife are people that are rational and that you can see, you can get past it. Like, you know, you, you mentioned like, yeah, it was frustrating to have to deal with this. And you, you like, it, it, it takes time to go past it. And I think that's the frustrating part is because you were able to pull from that. Even though this lady was a total bitch, you realized, wait a second, maybe we do need to have proper representation or maybe not even, yeah. we just need to understand when we put a message across who is it affecting? What are some of the you know possible outcomes that can come from it? But because people are so damn sloppy with their delivery, it delays the social reaction. And especially people who are less rational than, say, you and your wife, it takes yeah. them so much longer to to join in the movement because they're. I mean, it took me long too. I, yeah. I mean, I I wish I would have been more open to it. Like I'm, like I wish I wouldn't have been instantly like, oh me like i wish i wouldn't have had that reaction i wish i could have been more but it's just just like i don't know i just believe in the free market of exchanging of like good and proper ideas and like you know it's not that like there have been very very poor ideas that have permeated and still permeate now (laughs) through societies and channels but a lot of times they're they're controlled by like different mechanisms like you know like propaganda you know and things like that but like the exchange, like, I, I do believe that there is a, just a, like a, like a market principle for like, just positive ways to think. Like when you take it out of, uh, you know, the context of it being hyper controlled by, you know, be it some type of like malevolent force, the bad ideas get chucked off to the side and the good ideas stick around and pe- like, but we have to have dialogue in order to improve those things. And we have to have that, like, uh. Uh, uh, it was a couple episodes back. I had my friend Ronnie on he's black and he talked about what it's like being black in the tech community. I had no clue. He was telling me stories that like, I literally could not like, like, I don't like the term. I couldn't believe it. Cause like I, I did believe him, but it's just like, that's unreal. People were just like, fathom it. Like it was like, not (laughs) like what it's it's like, it's like one of those things where like, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, it's like, right. Like, holy crap. Like it, one sec. I need to close my Yeah, door. go for it. Go for it. it. You're good. No, you're good. No worries at all. But I, it's just, that's what frustrates me. It's not necessarily the people. It's just the fact that, like, you're delaying societal change for so many fence sitters because you can't, you can't bring a positive, um, you, you, you can't leverage it properly. I mean, and 
Ah, it's so fresh. Like all the stuff that's been going on with, you know, the race relations and everything because of the shootings and, uh, you know, with the BLM movement. And I have seen so many white women get up on their soapbox and it's almost like they're jealous because someone else's issue is on the table. You know, like, the, yeah. like a lot, it's a lot of people who, a lot of the people who are making this worse than what it is. It's people that it, it doesn't affect. Like, yeah. you know, it's like black people are talking about like police are killing us. A lot of times we think a lot of these are unjustified. We think this is excessive and we don't want to be scared. We need to fix this. And it, it's like, White women figure out how to ruin it again. You know, like, oh, my gosh, I just I feel terrible. I have privilege. I feel terrible. It's like you didn't have any choice whether you were born white or black. Like, don't apologize for that. You can't control that. You know, I mean, are you actively being racist right now? In my opinion, if you, are you actively being racist? Well, then you're fine. Like, right. If you're not actively being racist, then like just continue doing the best of your ability to be a good person. Right. And then, and then if you do that, it, you can have the talks about people where it's like the perceived things, the things that we don't notice, um, you know, that that's where we start to progress into those things. And like, we can improve, uh, as a society, but, uh, I don't know if you know who Bill Burr is, um, but he's a, he's a pretty popular comedian and he, uh, was on SNL this week and he got a lot of, uh, he got a lot of flack because he did like, if you host SNL, you do a monologue. No yeah. matter who you are, if you're a comedian, musician, actor, it doesn't matter. You do a monologue. And Bill Burr's monologue was very, very on the nose compared to like what normal people do. Because it's, I mean, SNL is cable television. And he basically was like, oh, there you go, white women. You're, ma- you're ruining it again. He's like, you were implicit in all of our, our terrible white man things that we did for all these years. So, so he was oh just, like, he oh would God. just like, but they don't understand that like half the time he doesn't mean it. He's just getting a rise out of people. Yeah. And everybody was like, he's racist. He's sexist. And it's like, no, he's not. You know, uh, he has a black wife that <laughs> active, that actively like helps him with his material. And like, yeah, no, he's not racist. Like, that's the stuff like that, that just, that alone was so funny. And there are people that haven't, they've like, there are people who have survived the cancel culture because they're too damn authentic and you just, you can't keep them down. Yeah. No, you can't. Chappelle, they, they, they went after him multiple times and he's just like, Oh shit. What's his name? There's a freaking rapper who like basically just said, basically everybody, I'm going to do what I want. And it's going to be really controversial. Oh, uh, mcdonald tom tom mcdonald have you ever heard of him no he did like why do i forget what the name of his song was but basically he was like like his lyrics were like hey you guys keep uh keep hating on my stuff keep giving me negative comments like you're you're paying me like i'm getting paid for this <laughs> stuff and it was like it was like dude that guy like he's i mean he's borderline like kkk and i'm, I'm not saying like i think it's an act i don't think it's actually real that's the only reason why i bring it up but yeah like it's like dude he's being raw and like he's still he's still relevant like because he's raw like it's it's not like he's like i don't like i don't like the gays like i don't really like them it's like well i mean i know where you stand you're not like i mean at least there's no guessing i mean wouldn't you rather somebody who is racist be like yeah i'm a little racist like then be like oh no i'm i'm not racist i'm uh i'm out like i i feel like it would have a whole different perspective if like people were just transparent like i think yeah i think a lot of things would be 
easier to discuss if people were just like transparent about how they really felt. Like that's why I tell people like when they ask about politics and stuff, I'm like, I'm ignorant as when it comes to politics like yeah i i don't really know what's going on like i i know what i need to know in order to like walk around and talk with people but other than that like i don't know like what biden really represents i don't know what trump really represents like i i kind of just know what i've seen and that's all the research i care to do but i'm transparent about it and people like it's so funny because they'll like try to argue with you well why don't you why don't you go out and vote it's like because i'm ignorant and it's like that like and it's not like me trying to do a cop out, like just saying I'm ignorant so that they shut up. It's like yeah. me telling them like, this is why I'm not voting because I'm ignorant and I don't feel like it would really help if I voted. And well, it's, it's like, and it's mental gymnastics. Like, it's mental gymnastics because you could look up one issue about one candidate and then you could think that that's something yeah. good that they've done. Like if you, yep. if you took some type of social experiment where somebody didn't know about Donald Trump's personality <laughs> and you know, or, or him, all the, all the controversy that he's done and you, you know, or just didn't look at his Twitter at all. <laughs> None. And you just put, None. okay, Donald Trump passed a law that made it easier for convicts to reintegrate back into society. You know, that'd be like, Oh, if that means a lot to you and you were like, Oh, then I would obviously vote for Donald Trump because Joe yeah. Biden, uh, Pat helped help promulgate, uh, laws and, uh, implementation of laws that like kept people behind bars for excessive amounts of time for, you know, using abusing substances that like, you know, everybody abuse, like there's a lot of people who abuse different types of substances, like, you know, things yeah. like that. And, and you know, that it's just things like that. Like, but no, if you flip it, it's like, no, Donald Trump is racist. Joe Biden isn't racist. Cause he's Democrat. And it's like, no, Joe Biden has done a lot of things that very much so are racist. Basically saying, uh, the one that <laughs> the one that got me is uh the one where he was on uh the breakfast club and uh basically said if you're trying to figure out whether to vote for me or Trump then you ain't black. It's like what? You don't have you don't get to what? you don't yeah, you don't get to tell people whether like how they identify as their race. You don't get to tell them uh like you know the whole moral thing behind it like no, this is that's not how you do things. And I think we're at a boiling point now where it's just like, we're either just going to have to let it completely get out of control. We're going to have like, I don't know. We talk about bubbles. We we talk about bubbles bursting a lot. Like, you know what? Like when the recession happened, like when the mortgage burst, I I think I could see us having a societal bubble burst, be it racism, be it sexual orientation, be it human rights. I could see some monumental, uh, issue coming about and just we're completely at the point where we can't have open dialogue anymore. So then it's all right. We're going to have milit. We're almost, we are at that point though. There are, I mean, factions. I was about to say you're basically, you're basically we're saying there. that already. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we have, I mean, what armed was factions? There's armed factions of what, people what was that the, go ahead. There was like a city out in like Washington or, or on the yeah, West coast. Oregon. That like basically, sh- yeah, it's, it's shut so- down. Yes. Yeah. It's Southern Oregon and Northern California. They're like, yeah. so my, my good buddy, Ben, um, uh, he's on uh, an episode. Oh, well, he's been on a bunch of episodes, but we just recorded another one last, like during the debates that, that I haven't, um, that I haven't released yet. But, um, he, after he graduated, he went and just drove around the country. Cause he had about a month before he started his job. And he's like, I kind of want to go do this. And he was messaging me. Like when he drove up through California and through Southern Oregon, he's like, this is crazy. 
there are people driving around in surplus Humvees and like armed militias driving around the state, like Northern California and Southern Oregon. They want to secede or they either want to have their own state or they just want to secede permanently. It's like, what? You know, that's like, you know, you've got groups like that. You've got Antifa. You've got the Proud Boys. You've got all this stuff going on that like. Yeah, Just there's reasons. There's reasons why there's why why people are are going into these groups like that because if you can't properly let these ideas flow throughout society, then you're going to have people who find their faction, they find their tribe, and they're going to mm-hmm. stick with them, and they're going to ride or die. And unfortunately, some of them are going to take arms, and they're going to get violent. And but that's what happens if we can't have dialogues, if we can't have an open, integrated yeah. society. People are going to go start their own troops and factions, and that's just how it is. And I mean, they talk about seceding. I'm always like, let them like, yeah, it's like, you know, like, I hate to say this, but it's like, I don't, if they really want to like, let them, let them do it. And yeah, and, and let them do happens. it. And, and, and yeah, like, you know, we've got like, I don't know. I just, this is my more pessimistic side, but it's like, I don't know if racism will ever be completely eradicated, No, it's but not. like, I think we were doing a pretty it's just good the whole job. Thing. It's, a, it's oh, the same ahead. thing with religion though. Like, it's like, like there's never going to be like agreements between religions and there's always going to be war created from religion. It's just like right. people have to have something like, it's like the same thing that draws you in about somebody like mutual hatred. It's like the same thing. Like you're always going to be at odds with somebody who doesn't a hundred percent agree with you, which I mean, it sucks to say, but I mean, that's, right. that's kind of like going full circle to what we were initially talking about. Like it's the whole thing about choice, you know, like, right like the, the, the ability to have choice also hinders us from being better people, you know? Like, yeah. No, it really does. Have, and this is why communism works on paper. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, it's like, I thought we were doing a pretty good job with like, if you knew people, like the backwoods racist, the, you know, the, in the, the incest people, like the reason, like the KKK stuff, like I feel like a lot of people did a pretty good job of not paying attention to them. You know, a good example was that rally they tried to have in Dayton. Yeah. And like 14 people showed up. It's like, yep, that is so indicative. Oh, yeah. And they were all the majority of them were out of state. It's like, yep. My brother-in-law is a, is a cop in, in Athens, Ohio. Yeah. And like he, he got called in because of that. Like, and he like had to go there and they had like, I want to say like thousands, like plural thousands of cops there and nothing like 14, like you said, 14 people showed up. And it was yeah, like, yeah. Now, given the other, the other side of that argument is like, there are a lot of people who hide behind like, you know, the computer screen and like, Oh, yeah. you know, that is a problem. But like they primarily stay relegated to 4chan and their own little nasty corner of the internet and do That's their, I say, just let them be like, yeah. as long as they're not like doing, I mean, cause you know, there are those kind of people who do stuff that are wrong, but like, if you, if the reason why you want to be away from people, like you want to go to live in Virginia or you want to secede and your culture hates black people, you know what? Fine. You guys stay over there, hate black people. We'll leave you alone. They leave us alone. Like, it's like, yeah. I mean, and black people won't like, go I, there. Black people yeah. will naturally not go there because they're not yeah. wanted. Like, you know, I, I'm a strong, it's not a popular opinion, which I feel like a lot of my opinions are, but like, I believe in Darwinism. Like if you're going to be stupid, like if you're a black and there's a place that black people don't like you or that the, the, the people don't like you don't go there. Cause that's right. dumb. Like, and it's yeah. like, well, there's this there. Well, they hate you and they're probably going to kill you. Like Darwinism. I feel like is a, it's like uh, just dumb people. Like they just, 
And that's, that's, that's actually the one part that I get in trouble for. Cause I'm like, oh, you're dumb. Like, why, why are you dumb? Like, <laughs> but there is an argument. No, I've heard plenty of arguments from people that just say we've made too many rules. We have too many things that protect people who are inherently stupid and it affects everybody else in a negative way because normally the flow of nature, they would, for lack of a better term, they would just die off or they would just, you know, they would just Darwinism. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, they, instead of affecting like, you know, the natural flow of good ideas because we allow them to, you know, like have all these things that they don't earn or things like that, then, you know, they're, they're, they're sticking around, uh, affecting everybody else and not permitting us to thrive. I've heard that. I've heard that argument before. I mean, it's it's a bad apple theory. Like it's like, you know, we we could do a lot of great stuff, but there's always those bad apples that like kind of ruin it for the rest. And we have to make laws that are like dumb, but they protect us from people who have been dumb, you know, like, right. But I mean, I mean, I can't say that I haven't been dumb. Like the whole thing I was telling you about Instagram, like I learned from my mistakes. I did dumb shit. Like right. I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer in second chances. Don't get me wrong. Like I inherently believe that we are all, we all do dumb things. Like there's no human being on this world that hasn't done at least one dumb thing well that's that's a great point you bring up because it's like that's the whole that's i think what pisses so many people off about the cancel culture is that it's just completely blind of the utility that comes from just understanding that people should be allowed to you know fix their mistakes and a lot of people a lot of the people throwing the stones are the ones that like have tons of skeletons in their closet and yeah you know, it's just it's just a matter of fact. You're not going to find a single person on this earth that isn't flawed in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And we're naturally going to do things to try to mitigate, uh, you know, those those things that we view undesirable. But uh, like, you gotta let like let just you gotta let the things flow as they do. Like the the effort that some people make to cancel other people, just even over hearsay, is just it's it's crazy. It's and ridiculous. like. You know, the Me Too movement did bring out a lot of very creepy people that, like, should have been called out. And we do need to do that. But, like, at the same time, you can't say that we have to believe every single woman 100% right off the bat. It's like, that's also factually incorrect because women have lied, no matter how what number it is. And because they do that, we have to have some type of objectivity. And, like... You know, it's things like that, that it's just, we're, we're not balanced in the way we approach these things. And it just seems that like the people spinning the webs, they like enjoy us being all pissed off because the conflict gets the clicks, you know, that's, that's what it is. And I just, the thing that has stuck out to me during all this quarantine stuff in 2020 is just so much more of like, you have to own your own happiness. And I think that runs very parallel to what you've mentioned about uh well you and your wife about you guys being entrepreneurs you guys do it being content creators is you just almost have to rely on you and yourself and what you have around you and focus on your circle to make the world a better place and also like for your own happiness we can't rely on all these external forces now to be our moral compass and our guiding factor we 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 can't we like we're at the point now we can't do it. I think before it was okay. Like society has gone to a point yeah. now where I, I don't think it's possible. It was before it's not now. It like, we're, we're at the breaking point now to where you just, you're, you're responsible. You got the tools in your hand. Like you got to go out and make your own happiness. That's what you got to yeah. do. 
Yeah, if anything, 2020 has made me feel more like an adult than I've ever had to feel before because it's just like I have to like actually form an opinion on something even if I don't want to and it's like uh, and it's not necessarily just to do with the uh with with the COVID thing or the Black Lives Matter movement it's just like uh, it's just all-encompassing 2020 has just been a very growing like it's it's made me see the world in a different perspective like yeah and we just got to do what we can to take the best out of it that's yeah that's that's really what it's got to be it's like no matter who sits in that oval office you got to put yourself in the right groups the right you know and and if and if things aren't and if things are messed up and somebody is keeping you from enjoying your happiness then yeah you yeah we want to help out each other like obviously but but yeah, we we really have to just be people that are self sufficient upon generating our own happiness, and uh, that's something I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm I I depend on a lot of things, but I try. I so try. what's your what's your ultimate goal as far as like your YouTube and your podcast, or or actually just career in general? Like what what is your? I don't really. Plan, I don't. Finished? I don't really have. Uh, I don't know. It's it's changed a bunch of times, but uh, yeah. I don't really have anything like even when I graduate, I am not really uh, I don't really have anything on the table more than anything. My podcast started out as a hobby just because it was like, well, I have conversations with people that last a really long time, but I feel they have Mm -hmm. a lot of tidbits of wisdom. So why not slap a mic down and record it? And, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm uh, it's like best case scenario. I'm hoping like, yeah, I'd be awesome to get monetized if it took off and you know i could just make videos all day and stuff like that awesome sweet yeah yeah if it doesn't then if anything i get to learn some new skills and i just you know get to express myself that's what it is yeah yeah to be totally transparent it really hasn't blossomed for it really hasn't uh taken on more of a form than just those core ideas uh, which I do need to get more serious about that stuff. Like, cause I, yeah. I wish I could live in a fairy tale and just be like, ah, life will just happen and it'll work and cool. But I mean, I mean no. why can't it happen that way? Why can't it? <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it could, I mean, if I put in the work for it and I yeah. do that stuff, that, I'm, I'm a strong yeah. believer of putting work in to get what you want. Not just absolutely thinking about it. Absolutely. Uh, so like what, uh, what, what would you want to do? Like if you had the, perfect money wasn't an issue if like, i had the perfect job and i didn't have to worry about making money what i would do let's not even call it a job just the perfect life like what would it be my perfect what would life be doing? i would uh spend time uh finding people who had really rough go of it that couldn't catch a break yeah. and i'd throw them a bone um hmm. yeah i would do a little bit of that I would just go and tinker with my weird ideas that I have and see if any of them, uh, take off. Um, and, um, and I would eat Cheez-Its. No, I was about to say, I, was, I, was I waiting would, for it. I, I figured your first opening statement would be, I would just eat pizza all day and, you know, just... <laughs> no, I would eat, no, I would naturally just do a bunch of like, Weren't you, weren't you bodybuilding? It's not, uh, wow. That sounded like I was being really judgmental, but <laughs> dude, I can't remember. I don't think I've ever had a six pack ever. 
<laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that's ever happened. No, I, I did, I've worked out almost every day for like a year and a half now, and I don't have a six pack. So yeah, I don't. I, I I did powerlifting for a little bit, and I did okay at it. I mean, I was. Uh, I did I did better than average, but like even then it wasn't like it wasn't like I was gonna be like Michael Jordan or anything like that. And like Did you I, not get any joy out of it? No. I hated it. I Why? I liked the training, but yeah. I hated the competition. It was yeah. awful. Like I why just didn't you, hated why didn't you just keep training and not compete? because uh, it was expensive like uh oh. like if like the barbell club i went to was like 180 bucks a month yeah i'm like that's a lot of money i can pay 20 bucks and go to my gym here and not yeah, give it you, you have to admit that it's different the same at, yeah it's, it's not different it's far different i would much if if money wasn't a thing i would go back and find another barbell club and get involved with that but and it's not even like necessarily like the the like the weights or whatever they have like the community because i do crossfit and i've heard yeah. it's a lot like you know powerlifting like we, ha we have powerlifters that, that come to it and it's, it's like it, there's very similar elements yeah and it's like everybody gives you a hard time because like once you're in crossfit it's like you drink the kool-aid type thing and it's like i didn't think about it until i actually did it and like then it was like now i recommend it like hey do you do, do you do crossfit like it's like shut up like i just tell myself i'm like shut up just just Dude, take your I, mouth and just shut it. Like, I will but I mean, really though, like the community is like, it's tight knit. There's a reason why it works. Like it is a very supportive community. Yes. And you don't very get that supportive. nowadays. Like it's so hard to find something that's supportive. Cause like, yeah, you may go to the gym and like, but like even freaking, uh, uh, what's it? Light, light, uh, lifetime. Like yeah. they have the freaking lunk, lunk alarm. Like, half the time when those people are freaking going, whoa, it's cause they're pumped. And it's like, yeah. you got this person over here. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm tired of you. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see you lifting all that weight. Shut up. Like, it's like, it's the opposite, uh, dude. It's infectious. If you get a good group of people that mutually support yeah. each other, that energy is, it, oh, I love it. It's palpable. It really yeah. does help push you to the next level. Like, like I hated I, working out until I found this. Like, yeah. Hated it. And I think one of the reasons why I was able to progress really well is because I would never lift by myself and I would have good mm -hmm. people with me who yeah. would push me and encourage me to do more and would like, give that positive reinforcement like hey you did really good on that you can do more weight you know like it but it, it's funny even when they were like even if you did bad it was like well i mean we're just gonna work up and do it till it was like absolutely you're still being supportive like i just did shit like i just like fell on my face and you're right. still over here like yeah good job you tried you know it's like yeah wow. yeah i will everywhere could be like that <laughs> yeah i will naturally give <sighs> a few jabs at crossfit just because it's like that's the uh -oh. culture to do it obviously oh, yeah. but but like do it bring it on come on <laughs> but at the same time it's like i will always sing the praises of what it does really well which is what you talked about they have a good community and they have pushed a significant amount of people to live healthier lifestyles yeah because of what they do and like it you know what who cares if 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 people are like oh boy they're talking about crossfitting it cool all right awesome a lot of those people aren't in shape half the time and like <laughs> you know, like you know including me like you know like that's why i just like there's so much good that that comes out of that stuff where it's just like dude it's not it's not worth it to 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 bash on anymore like it, it's an effective group that has helped out so many people and there's there's really something to having like a tribe of people that yeah you know, they, that get behind you, support you, push you to do what you want. I know earlier I was like, no, nah, we're turning into tribes. And now I'm like, tribes are good. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's naturally not the tribe, we are. It's, this, it's the supportiveness. Like you don't right. like, 
like we were talking about earlier, everything's negative. Like everybody has some like, oh, this offends me. But it's like, like you go to a place and it's like almost, it's almost like what church used to be before it had the like, you know, whole thing with just in general culture. Right. But like, it, it, and, and not to say that CrossFit doesn't have that. Like we had our CEO just step down because he said something about, uh, crap, what was it? It was like, it was funny, but it was like, you can't say that as a CEO. It was like something like, uh, what was the guy's name that this whole Black Lives Matter thing? Oh, George uh, Floyd. He said like Floyd 19, because he like combined COVID-19 oh, with, with... Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, yikes. which as a CEO, you can't do that. But on your on your meme page, kind of comical, just a little bit like... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's those are the two biggest things that have happened in 2020. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> And I, and I get where he was coming from. It was kind of like, but like, if you take that out of context, you look like a terrible person and like, right. you can't, you can't do that. And it was like, but we, so back. Yeah. Like you, it's not without even, flaw. It's not without yeah, flaw. It's, it's not, it's not, it has its issue, but it's so funny. Like, cause before CrossFit, like I would hear people talk about CrossFit and I'm like, Oh my God, shut up about CrossFit. Like, don't talk and now, now that I'm in, I like, and it's, it's like so funny. Like I just, once you do it, and I've heard people say this, and I heard them say it before, like once you do it, you get why everybody talks about it so much. Because like when you're in it, you're 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 happy. Like even if you can't do something, like they make it so that you feel good about it. And it's just like if you're not even working out to get bigger or to to you know do something better or to train for something, like you still go home feeling better. Like that, right. you know. You right. did something. Yeah, that's the most important thing. It's like, did you get out? Did you move? Did you do something today? Did you have fun doing it? Did you build up other people while you were doing were you it? around like, people that were supporting you? Like, it's like, yeah. if yeah. you take all the other stuff away, like all the, you know, weightlifting, the grunting, the meatheads, all yeah, that, you take cool. all that away. Yeah, it's like, who wouldn't want to take the bad stuff away? But it's, I mean, life's really just more about like figuring out the net gain on what you do. It's like, yep. yeah, just because there is a problem doesn't mean I need to get rid of it. It's just like, is it worth, is the good, does the good outweigh the bad or, you know, if 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 it is then all right i'm gonna do it that's that's how it should go you know my my biggest thing is just if you don't if you don't believe in it don't like and you're not educated on it if you're educated on it it makes it different but if you're if you don't believe in you're not educated on it just don't give it face don't don't give it time because the only thing you're gonna do is make that situation worse like there's no way if you're uneducated that you're gonna make that conversation better like and it goes back to like me saying earlier, like if just, just think about what you say before you say it. Like, yeah, that's something I, I, I get the jabber jaw sometimes. And then I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You know, we all got our stuff we got to work on, but no, I, I, uh, yeah, I, hopefully this stuff takes off. I, I, I got into it with the expectation of it not taking I'm, off, but I, uh, I will try. I'm, I'm a huge supporter, man. I, I hope it works out. Well, like, and, like, and, and likewise, and likewise, and I, and I hope that you know your stuff keeps. You know, it's already yeah. fantastic. I, I remember when you messaged me, and I was like, oh, I want to look at this, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. I like. I think the first video I watched was the Mickey Mouse table. I think is what you made. It was uh, yeah the years yeah yeah I was like hey that's pretty nifty that's yeah. pretty cool you know it's funny it's... my wife comes up with half the idea she makes me build half the stuff for her so I'm like <laughs> eh, just keep them coming you're like hey come on baby keep 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 uh keep that keep that idea funnel full keep it coming the good yeah. stuff but uh so I actually I actually uh have an uh, have an appointment with my with my therapist here in a couple minutes 
Uh, so oh, yeah. I could have gone on for another hour easily, but I got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But we'll just that just means we'll have to have you on again. Anytime, man. I, yes. I, I, I like what you do. I, I, I mean, I think I think what you're doing is great. Like I'm a huge supporter. Like anything I can do to help you out, just let me know. Well, you know, and I'm, you know, now for all the nameless podcast listeners. Uh, so Lane, um, uh, the YouTube ch- YouTube channel name, Makers Lane, it's correct? Makers Lane, Makers Lane. Yep. Yes, Makers Lane. Go check it out on YouTube, and then also on Facebook. Do you have a page as well? It sounds like you get a lot on there as well. Or no, you yeah, you, you, uh, you I think it's. Is it the same? Just Makers I, Lane. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. I mean, I'd much rather you go to my YouTube because I get paid for that. Okay, for so this. go to YouTube. <laughs> go to YouTube. Sorry, plug. I got I got to plug my content as much as I can. <laughs> so I'll make sure to post the link and uh, and when I when I post the podcast, I'll put the link. Uh, Dude, it's what I, I didn't do this well. to get the publicity. I did it because I, I I'd like to catch up with an old friend and I I support anybody who wants to get in the YouTube community. I, it's a hard it's a hard game to play and uh, I mean I've only been doing it a year, but you know. If well, I can't support somebody, I will. Oh, and it's likewise. I'm, I make sure if I, I mean, I shouted out Nick's, uh, Nick's, um, LSAT test prep company when he was on last time too. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, any little bit. Cause there's help. so many people on here. <laughs> so many people on here studying for, for the LSAT. <laughs> like, ah, oh. Hey, yeah I, pre- yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm glad, glad you're able to hop on here for all those that listen, make sure to like comment, share, subscribe, stop, drop and roll, pop, lock and drop yeah. it. All that fun stuff. You All know. that fun stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and sign off then. Catch you later, Lane. All right, man. Take See it ya. easy, dude. Hey!